0: Alan Foster here. You are listening to BMX in Our Blood podcast. Enjoy the interview with my old bro, Jay Lonergan.
1: What's up, Joe? It's good to be hanging out in uh, my basement. Glad you made the trip down from Connecticut.
0: I I don't really stay in Connecticut anymore. It's become <laughs> totally normal for me on a Friday after <laughs> work there. to get the hell out of Connecticut. <laughs> As I've told some people joking around, there's only there's only two things good about Connecticut. Well, three: Jeff Allen, Ted Nelson, <laughs>
1: oh god,
0: and my buddy does. Nick Nick Cappy, <laughs> and that's. Good That's guys. it. I mean, yeah, Darren Waterbury was all right. He was, he was fast. Actually, you know you know who was awesome is Mark Heckler.
1: Yeah, I, the, I knew uh, of him, but not a, a ton. Yeah. Like, you know, I knew he was into it forever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And he, was... he
0: won the number one plate for NBL. I don't know what age group it was. But it was Cruiser, and Dar- Darren had won the same – had got – against really really hard california dudes um had won the same title i think at some point it may have been like 18 to 20 or 21 to 24 i forget but mark heckler won it and he's the nicest guy he's always like the nicest guy so anyway Kinda so maybe like darren that. and mark can fit in there so there's five <laughs> maybe five, five people from <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just
2: kidding
0: there's lot, there's lots of good people but um that was one hell of a test. To see how this is gonna work. All right, so yeah. I, all right, now we're officially rolling. But I'll probably rolling. keep that part because that was kind of uh, yeah. that was. Don't let me go too far on Connecticut stuff. In fact, don't don't let me talk You're at all. Race tracks up there. The, yeah, I mean. Good the memories of
1: Connecticut, Trumbull. What?
0: Yeah. Well, actually, that's that's Narrative. the track that's probably the most progressive. Bethel does a really great job. Oh, Bethel, yeah, I raced. I
1: was never good there. No, you Long. were good
0: when you went to Pondbrook, the trails where I have you doing that invert <laughs> <laughs> that I use every year. I post a picture of you doing that invert. Um, but that was those are the trails kind of near there. So if you remember, we would race the National and then, then at night. Go there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we I would do that. I think I
1: remember anywhere. Joe Phil there in his Coke Cola uniform blasting some sets. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were
0: they were kind of like resi landings because it was so sandy. So Everything he w- kind of was resi landing. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think. it was when
0: the when the landing of the jump they goes out steep. at at a thirty degree <laughs> angle, maybe. I guess that's the when way you'd you can say. it. you
1: land right? uh, pedaling in a wheelie? You know, right? Oh man,
0: that place was so popular to go to at during the national. And it, but they were fun. Don't get me wrong. At the time, they were yeah. That's that was BMX just pictures of Brett getting crazy air hang and just it was fun it feels
1: like today wouldn't even have made sense back then <laughs> trust me
0: I know because <laughs> I left back then and <laughs> I came back now and yeah after five years it's starting to make sense yeah it's, uh, <laughs> um, it, we all grew together we did we did and we talked about this earlier and I think it's amazing to be uh It's so easy to reconnect. Welcome to the BMX in our blood. I'm here with Jay Lonergan. And the timing for all of us is is great because you've had a pretty busy past month, I would say. I've been busy. So uh, let me say real quickly, thank you to Powers Bike Shop for sponsoring the the show. And um, and definitely check them out at Powers Bike Shop or Powers... You just got a... Yeah, Powers BMX Museum, BMX Museum. He just got his hands on a pink Hutch Trickstar. And, and the pink came in the 80s and yeah. ripped through the sport, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with and you, that Hutch. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were at this national, I'm sure. It was at Egg Harbor. But it was like when BMX was like crazy. Like Harry Leary, Greg Hill, just Stu Thompson, every, everybody. But um, they had a Hutch Freestyle show in the parking lot at a harbor that's true so Woody some Edson, memories
1: but i don't totally remember that it, yeah i got some
0: well the only way i remember anything is because i had pictures of it and then all <laughs> of a sudden the <laughs> like, pictures oh, dragged really? me. right <laughs> but it was woody Edson, and i want to say it was was mike dominguez on hutch at one time i i want to say he was i
2: <sighs> think it was I him
0: could, i could be sure that's all
1: right we, no. we'd have to ask some people on that. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. yeah this, I'm not sure. This, yeah. This, this, I know Woody was. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right.
0: And he had do the trick, do a trick on the back I'd of his pants. Some,
1: some tornado or something on the jersey. Floor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe who
0: knows? I found myself less and less prepared every time I do this, so I didn't come here with any kind of agenda, and I, you know, as far as you know how I wanted to lay out this podcast but knowing you already makes it easier so not like we're best friends I mean now we are I think everyone's best friends now I mean yeah, we're at still this doing age it. yeah, yeah I mean you're doing I'm doing but um it, it's it's easy when you're talking with someone that you know oh, yeah, that you're comfortable with yeah, yeah. We totally. have and we have history from
1: before i stopped for a little it's while it's one so. of the reasons i wanted to do yours because we're friends yeah and i like it, you're a good guy so. Well, I, so it's like if i didn't know the person you don't know how they what questions are going to come at you yeah. how they're going to be you yeah. know so yeah and i feel comfortable doing with you so that's that's a big part of it knowing each other you know and i'm sure yeah you've done it with people you know and people you don't know and you know, i'm sure there's a difference there definitely is. Uh,
0: fortunately, the guys that I don't know real well are are guys that come from either California or Texas, uh, and they they're still super super nice, super polite. But I don't really get to know them until we start talking. You know, okay. so it's, whereas yeah. you and I mm-hmm. know each other. already know. So we hey, the good news is for everyone listening, we're going to get to stuff a lot faster <laughs> because. <laughs> I don't have to get to know Jay, although I, I do want to ask you some questions for, you know, for the people listening that don't realize how long you raced, how your family was involved, uh, and maybe we should start with that. From what I understand, you started in like 81, yep. um, but what I'd really like to hear about is your, your family's involvement in BMX when you started, you know,
1: till whenever. It, it all started with my mom yeah my mom heard a commercial on the radio and i'd been riding bikes you know jumping jumps and you know not jumps but you know f- f- dirt mounds and you know set up a build a little lip and jump for distance and mark the landing with a stick you know <laughs> i've been doing doing yeah. that all around the neighborhoods and and riding and my mom heard a. A commercial for the new BMX track in town and she's like do you want to race and without hesitation I was like yeah so she drives me to the racetrack we get in the parking lot and I start crying I don't want to race I don't want to race my mom's like brought you here you're racing like, ah so I I like this woman there. already <laughs> we just talked about this story and she's like, "Oh, I wasn't a good mom, was I?" i was like, "Well, <laughs> no, you were I'm great riding." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I go to the racetrack, and we between then I when I agreed to race, I didn't have a BMX bike. I had mm-hmm. a street bike with a banana seat and big mm-hmm. ape hanger bars or whatever you call them. So, we had to convert the bike into a BMX bike and uh so I got new seat, new handlebars, and one of the coolest things ever, I'll never forget it to this day. I they call me in the kitchen and my dad had something for me. He's like making me guess what it was and he had something behind his back. It's making this noise, making this noise, and I'm like, what is that? Did not know what it was. And he pulls out my first freewheel like a freewheel because everybody had coaster brakes you know only yeah, the yeah, serious yeah. bmx bikes right. had free wheels right but the way my dad was he was a do-it-yourself guy so i just didn't go get the brand new bike you know we converted a, a street bike into a bmx bike and he him pulling out that freewheel was mm. like yes i'm gonna have a bmx bike put it together we turned a football helmet into a bmx helmet got a jaffa mouth guard you know uh So that was my first race kind of converted bmx bike with a football helmet and i went and i raced eight beginner in the fall of 1981. i won all three of my motos uh won first place and have not stopped riding since (laughs) it was a a real i still can remember a lot of it pretty clearly you know and it was thank goodness she made me race (laughs) yeah i don't know what i who i'd be or if i'd be doing it right no right. idea but man i changed my life that day yeah you know i won and, and had a blast doing it and saw this whole new world and the track was literally 15 minutes from my house and i still is louise moore park and i still blame uh give props to that track creating mm-hmm. the, the scene we've had around here mm-hmm. for years because even before posh and all that yeah we had a great scene even before like this sales trails crew my first trails crew in the late 80s there was a bunch of older bmxers that i would see ripping around town and at the racetrack yeah. and you know back then pretty much your local racetrack everybody like lived in your town right so you'd see them around and uh-huh. yeah so it was uh that's how it it all started for me i raced three races that year Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that next spring my parents bought me my first bmx bike i'll never forget it we went to easton schwinn and i wanted a schwinn scrambler i wanted one so bad the mag wheels the blacked out tires they had them on display like up on this rack and they looked mean Mm -hmm. i was like i want that i don't know how to my mom was right she's like we're not going to get you that one because mags aren't as good as spokes for racing. Your mom knew that? Jeez, I don't know how. Why? Yeah. Why wow. So I ended up leaving with an yeah, 81 yeah. GT. And it had spokes. And she was right. Oh, and wow. that was my first real race bike. And I uh, was novice. Mm-hmm. I was nine novice Right. And they didn't have a big enough class. So I had to race ten expert, the mm-hmm. guy I'm still friends with to this day, Keith Bodner, was ten expert, uh-huh. and he kicked my ass by a <laughs> straightaway. I have pictures. And Paul you were the he same had, age. I was a year younger. He was ten expert. Oh, okay. I was nine novice. Sorry, so didn't he was that. very good mm-hmm. already, and I was just getting into it. But that's fine because I learned to lose. <laughs> yeah. You want to live a good life, man? You got to learn to lose you're not going to win everything so i learned to get my butt kicked and then i w- made my way up to expert and i had a racist guy jason gigliotti and he beat me every race he was real good i yeah. ended up starting i rode for action wheels bike shop by this time larry r.i.p i miss you buddy he sponsored me as a young guy and but Easton Schwinn was like the team to be on. If you were good, like the best, that's the team you're on. Yeah. So Gigliotti was on Easton Schwinn and he, he kicked my butt, but not as bad as Bodner. You know, I he was my age and by that time we were both expert and I started training at a young age. I think my parents even turned me on to it. I, I started doing uphill sprints before school. Like i <laughs> get up before elementary school, do sprints and I started getting better and better and better. And I was like, wow, man, like, training pays off. If you work at something in life, you can, like, get better at it. I, I saw the progression. That was my first time in my life. You know, I played some baseball. I did, you know, basketball. But I started seeing the rewards of training. And finally got to the point where I could beat him and he quit. <laughs> oh. So I never really got to, Maybe that's like, why you quit. beat yeah. him. Eh? Who knows? You knew you were coming. Yeah, I I was coming, <laughs> and yeah, so I learned, you know, BMX real good to me the first two years. Learn how to lose, learn how to train and get better, and it just taught me the life lessons So if you want to get good at something in life, work your ass off, you know, and you yeah. y- you'll have benefits, mm-hmm. and that's you can carry that to all different aspects of life, you mm-hmm. know, and the whole learning to lose thing. I had to learn to lose because <laughs> I was losing and I didn't like it you know I handled it pretty good but I didn't like it and I just worked at it and those two life lessons and the BMX in that and then so I I, at this point you know I'm expert so I'm very into BMX and Mm -hmm. there was like I don't even know if it was 16 and over but there was an age class where guys there was like six of them and man they jumped the triples they jumped the tabletop I was into jumping right from the get-go. I, I just wanted to jump my bike. Right. I'd stay after the races to learn to jump the tabletop. I'd try to jump the triple. Uh-huh. I got pictures of both. But uh, the one guy had the GT uniform. The one guy had the Diamondback uniform. The one guy had the Hutch uniform. The one guy had the SE uniform. And as a yeah, yeah. kid, I would just stand on the sidelines and watch them battle it out. Yeah. And all those different, like, uniforms. And that that stuck with me. It was, like, mm-hmm. so rad. and. That inspired me to learn to jump these triples. You know, they were a bunch of years older, you know, teenagers. And I I am a little kid, like, trying to jump these triples. But I would just stay after the races and try and try. So that was cool, seeing all the... Because di- then I got really into bikes. Like, all oh, the GT, the Diamondback, you know. All like, right. never had a Diamondback. But, you know, like, I just... I was always into all the different bike companies and the riders. And uh-huh. it started very young because of that class when they raced each other they went for it they had battled down the last straight and yeah i have vivid memories of that to this day too that was that was really cool
0: that was at the same track same track that yeah was that was smart. all
1: the first couple years you know and then 80 so i started in 81 by 84 i raced my first national and that was in how new jersey back when the nationals back then were two days mm, one right. track and so that was the first time i went and saw pros that i've been seen in the magazines
0: was that war of the stars yes Years. okay yep
1: 19 right. 1984 was my first national i only raced mm-hmm. one national that year yeah but i saw Stu thompson and yeah. greg hill and the patterson brothers oh, and i got best. autographs from greg hill autographed my skills book and Stu thompson i have a, a picture with him he was on huffy and I, you know you he, oh, know he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. i still have those pictures i still look at them once in a while so that was my first like You know going from seeing somebody in the magazine to like seeing them Mm -hmm. you know physically right there and that that was really cool so then you're like i want to go to nationals and see all these pros and other amateurs i knew of but just seeing the different bike factory Mm -hmm. guys and learning about other teams and and national was like the one night it finished at midnight it was just huge and in the front was bike world i think it was called and what seemed as a kid was like a hundred frames hanging on the wall and i would just stare oh at the you frames. said howl didn't you yeah howl. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I now did. that Scott, no 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 howl. you were you were yeah, dead on yeah. you said how i think i said how yeah, yep. no
0: doubt you did i just started so, to piece it together i'm like oh that's scotty kramer's bike shop now yeah and the so, track's
1: still there i remember looking at the pk rippers on the wall like, yeah oh, I never had one of those either but yeah oh, man yeah. i i wanted one <laughs> you know so that was just to be at the race and see all the bike parts. And even though we were lucky because Action Wheels Bike Shop was a great BMX bike shop, you know, and it had a ton of stuff. But back then, this bicycle world was just huge. And, yeah. you know, it's it was that, that was those were awesome times. That was that was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, getting to race my first national. And the next year I raced four nationals, didn't go to the Grands and then finally 86. I think I you needed five nationals, and I went to my first grand, so oh, nice. raced two nationals, I mean, uh, two years of nationals, I guess you could oh. say, before I, which was only t- four right. of them, right. but then that third season of race in nationals was the first year I went for a national plate and got 33, so, uh, yeah, it just... And then during all that, I was doing the state series, mm-hmm. which was fun, and I loved, and Pennsylvania had an awesome state series, a lot of good riders, but uh, those nationals were cool, because in yeah. my second year racing, it went from uh, one track, just one national in two days, to a national one day at one track, and then he would drive to the next track, those are the ones I did, and yeah. So the one Westfield was
0: Gilford. to Guilford—that oh, was sorry. it. I was there. Sorry, that go ahead.
1: That Guilford track was amazing.
0: I, I, oh, they had the over under. Did yeah, that bridge drop off right
1: first corner oh, and the, the bridge drop? That was a wall. That
2: first yeah, turn.
0: Yeah, that track was awesome. That that was the craziest first turn, and it worked. Yeah, but it yep. was the craziest first turn turn I've ever seen. It 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 seriously was a wall. Yeah, yep. And and you had so much speed because if I remember, at right, the first straight was.
1: Yeah, so not suddenly only was not the wall. The first straight was up, and you went down, yeah. and then the step went down. I wasn't a step down, but you just kept yeah. going down, and then it you yep. walled up into that berm.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Then you head for the drop off. Yeah, the drop. Like, I was still the, love drop Which was the bridge. You don't see them
1: anywhere, like BMX tracks. No. There's so much the same. It's like put a drop off in yeah. there. Like well, just do something.
0: NBL <laughs> used NBL used to make plywood, you know, over unders. So yeah. Was, yes, so yep. that we created drop off. Yeah. But yeah but anyway um
1: was action wheels your first sponsor then yeah yeah larry sponsored me man it might have been when i was nine years old still when i was wow. a novice okay yeah there's the jersey right there oh nice. so you can see how small i was yeah <laughs> there's and they still exist today oh right? yeah yeah it was bought by a okay. uh, guy named scott who's local okay and uh larry bonnie sold it after talking about selling it for years yeah and, and finally sold it but still was involved and unfortunately he passed away last year so that was oh, yeah. that was I rough that doubt. was very rough i didn't realize that was him until you said it but i remember yeah. it was, i yeah. remember he was reading a great guy. guy. he was like my second father you yeah, know as far right. as like from a young guy like you know there wasn't too yeah. many older guys that i like right. rode down he gave me my gave me my first job gave me so many riders in mm-hmm. bethlehem their first jobs you know a lot of guys worked there and, Uh, Crazy stories with him. Crazy. Didn't always get along. Got in a fight over a belt drive bike. GT belt drive bike. What? When? When I worked for him, he wanted me to ride his GT belt drive bike, and I was like, Larry, how did I miss this? What year was this? Approximately back in this, I was a teenager, so late eighties. Okay. Wow. When it first came out, and I wanted nothing to do with it, I was like, chains are fine, and he was getting mad and just. This woman he talked to, Penny, all the time, wanted to give it to him. He wanted me to race it. And I'm, he, I'm like, no, no, no. And he, he got mad, and we ended up getting in a full blown wrestling match in the bike shop. <laughs> you and Larry? Yes. And then customers <laughs> walked in on us. And Larry was crazy back in these times. Larry, Larry had some crazy years in his life. Yeah. He, he was crazy back then. Yeah. I mean, kind of in a good way, but I maybe got, not so much. I got you. But whatever. I right, still right. love the dude. And customers walked in, and we both jumped up, looked at each other, and looked at them like nothing even happened. Oh my and God. Yeah, oh yeah, he smashed the countertop, pounding his fist, yelling at me. The one time I, I was back where you work on bikes in the oh, back, man. and there's this square window that you, you could see up to where the sales counter. And I took a broom, and I, I didn't mean to hit him where I hit him, but I speared him, you know, and probably the worst spot you could spear a guy. His eyes. Lit up, and I knew he was coming for me. He came flying back, and thank goodness Kevin Shelbo, the older guy that worked there for him, was there. Kevin grabbed him, threw him into the wall of tires. all these tires fell down on them guys, and then Shelbo saved me from getting uh roughed up so but in between this, me and Larry got along great, but yeah we it was it was wild working at the bike shop back then, you know he would. Lee, he, I didn't have a key, so he would, oh, I'm going out, I'm going out. He, and then he wouldn't come back. Right. I'd have to close the shop. Right. So I had all these phone numbers on the wall cause just to call people because I would get stuck. And <laughs> yeah, I'm in high school, he'd finally come in an hour late. Oh, I forgot, you know, this and that. He was out partying and having a good time. Oh so, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of oh. lot of good memories. So, yeah, so he sponsored me young, and then through my teenage years, I worked for him, and... Uh, <laughs> a lot of good memories with that bike shop yeah through all the years and it's only you know when it comes down to it, it was a few years ago that he sold it so he owned it you know and i i i don't go to the bike shops a lot i would go there just to see him you know i just needed to see larry man you needed to see him at least once a year because you know yeah. he, he's he's a great guy right. you know, we're more than just uh bike shop friends right you right know, so yeah, you but were he, you were MMA fighters apparently. Oh, I'll never forget that man, him breaking that countertop. You know, ah, boom! I'm oh, like, ah. God. So in the end, all the countertops ended up being plexiglass. <laughs> 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 when he, he replaced them with plexiglass. But uh, I don't think I've, I don't
0: think I've had my stomach hurt laughing so quickly in an interview. Uh, yeah, fond memories, but
1: I'm telling you. If you've got uh, more stories like this, we, we just... <laughs> it was just Shelbo and I that that time. I don't know what, he, what would have happened. Like, yeah. he saved me. Yeah. Because I've right. uh, uh, never been help. always a smaller dude. And, mm. you know, I, I've been always a little scrappy, I guess you could say. But uh, yeah. he was mad to the point where I wasn't going to try to... I was, probably would have run if I could have. All over a belt drive. All, all over this belt drive oh, bike, man.
0: I can't believe, I can't remember there being a belt drive back then. But, of course, as you may know now.
1: I'd lose track of the years. It couldn't have been 90. I was working
0: for him. It was late 80s. It it doesn't matter. I mean, it was the one I'm thinking of, one of the first belt drives I saw. Maybe maybe it's because I was gone for a little while in between from 97, 98 until 2014, I think. Yeah,
1: they did a little
0: they tried again. They did. Because the guy, this guy won ABA number one, the number one amateur cruiser title on a belt drive bike. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh. this was a bike, How I believe, I? Uh, I may have to be corrected on this, but that company, Yes, Y-E-S-S, I believe they're Canadian, they have uh, they have a belt drive bike. So anyway, this guy won the title and he was in the, old, the older group, uh, either... I think I think he was like uh, forty six to fifty, yeah, something like that. Forty six to fifty cruiser, but he had a belt drive bike, and he and he won, he won the grands on one his class, which gave him enough points to win the overall for oh, wow. amateur cruiser. Yeah, so anyway, that was I had no idea GT had a belt drive. Yeah, they tried. I I never even saw it. Yeah. I just
1: turned it down with just right. hearing about it. I was like, I don't right. a belt drive bike, you know, I'm, I'm riding a
0: chain. I'm, it's probably gonna come to me later. It just feels like a surprise to me, but. But anyway, I was just telling someone during the last interview. I'm like, you know, having a, a horrible memory is awesome because everything's new. Even if you're telling me the same thing every day, yeah, it's yeah, new every day. Yeah, this is great. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. This is so exciting. I love it. I love talking What's to this up, guy. <laughs> hey, Jazzy. What's up, kid? You can be part of our the podcast you with your hi? dad.
1: Say hi. <laughs> a
0: little louder oh you know what you do you you
1: say hi to this microphone yeah. right here it's say like, hi. Go it's go like ahead.
0: a hi. it looks like a squirrel without it being a squirrel Come
1: say say BMX it's talking to that right it looks like a squirrel say say BMX
2: a little louder louder
1: yeah uh, you don't have to care right. yeah. <laughs> say hi yeah, okay All right. <laughs> Okay. yeah we're talking it's recording
0: yeah, yeah. we're recording
1: thank right. you for stopping
0: yeah, down, and, stopping and, stopping saying down and saying hi yeah good stuff uh oh by the way i don't i don't want to uh, forget to say this but <laughs> all right kiddo uh let's see so Andy,
1: is it or? Something? Oh, you got it. Sterlacchini? Okay. It. BMX World probably thought it was Sterlacchini. Yeah, yeah. It is Sterlacchini. I'm getting so a, a little black. bit. Of this, most people <laughs> who call me, they always put the R after the G, Lonergan, Instead of Lonergan. But whatever, I, I, you get so used to it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the one it's time fine. they got my name right announced, and they're like, it's Lonergan. It's it's Brian Lonergan. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, well. Brian Lonergan. I got the wrong. Right last name, wrong first name, but that's uh, what can you do? It, I mean,
0: you don't have to worry because in the in the trail community part of things, you've
1: always been J Bone. So yeah, that that it, makes it easy. That's yeah, easy to
0: say. It, pretty simple, but
1: yeah. So uh, Andy's I, a long time friend, and I've known him since the early days of BMX. And uh-huh, he lived in in town and was part of the first sales trails crew. Mm-hmm. But I know him pre that because my first year race in state series. It was easier for me to race the jersey state series because of the tracks were closer yeah then they cut that off and then i had to race pa so my first state plate i was through new jersey but andy i met him then right and then somehow he moved three houses from the first sales trails whoa and we already had a little crew we were all racing Uh uh-huh and he moved so it was like just you know another awesome crew member moving in and we just grew got bigger and you know it was it was a good time that's awesome yeah
0: well the reason i brought him up is he uh, i reached out to him because him and i have communicated quite a few times over instagram so and i knew he was part of your early scene and um uh, so i asked him if he had any any questions for you and he came back with like a uh, chronological deal about your entire b m x career pretty much as far as he knows it, which was super helpful because I know some of it, but not i there's things that he wrote down that I wouldn't have known yeah, so anyway he's good with that yeah so thank it's, you it's for like doing that, he, and, for us <laughs> yeah he was he definitely was, and then he sent me all those pictures, which I started to post as well, so it's uh it's it's pretty pretty awesome, and he 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 ripped this off and sent it to me in like
1: a day yeah oh, so awesome.
0: he yeah he's he just incredible but he's out in i think
1: oregon now. yeah yep he moved out there i think two two years ago now yeah
0: so works for adidas
1: yeah yep i was reebok at first i think and now adidas but he's like a big time designer there mm-hmm. and yeah so he's it's good to see him That's doing all. good as a family wife little yeah. little boy so good stuff oh definitely good stuff well, so every now
0: and then I'm going to interject a question that yeah. you may not have mentioned because Andy gave me the tip on these things. But <laughs> he asked, he said, when I first met Jay, his mom would pay me $2 to help park cars on a lot.
1: That's at Louismore Moore Park, the first. The, my, my parents got involved very early then. That was like, my question. Reason. What were the... They started, my dad eventually ended up running that track. And mm-hmm. then when that closed, because that track was non-sanctioned. Not NBL, not ABA. He mentioned that. So, yeah, what it were just, they? Just their own thing. And there was one other track, Pete's, in New Jersey, that was not sanctioned. Yeah. So, we had a series between the two. No way. Yeah, so he could win oh, the overall gosh. series. It was real cool. Wow. Uh, they should really try that again. That they may take over. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Could could spread. Mm. So, uh, yeah, my parents got involved very early, and my sister would always. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but she would get drugged to the races because she was younger. So the whole family would be there, you yeah, know. And yeah. she would love playing in the dirt and met her friends and, you know, would have a good time.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh So, yeah, my parents were always proactive in BMX. My dad eventually became state commissioner of really? uh, PA. You're yeah, kidding. Yeah, he was state commissioner for quite a few years. So That's a big job. Yeah, they ran a track. I mean, over a decade it had to be uh, Plainfield uh, after Louise Moore closed. And, uh, just got a lot of good parents working there and they all would go to the nationals and party and drink and have costume parties. It was a real good, real good, you know, I was friends with all their kids and it was, it was a fun way to grow up, man. Fun way. Being at the nationals camping or the state series camping and, you know, hanging and the parents just let me ride wherever and just, it was. So yeah, my parents were always involved and, uh, so I met a lot of my friends and, that was a big part of my life. Man. By the way, Andy's
0: like it it's it's almost like you guys are speaking from the same text. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You were you were like right on exactly what he brings up next. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I, I I'm not kidding. Andy's amazing. He uh yeah. He he just talked about he just mentioned in here in order that your dad was the Pennsylvania State Commissioner. Yeah. Yep. That's which, by the way, Pennsylvania is humongous if yeah, you're trying to yeah, if you're trying to be the, if not trying if you're the commissioner of of all the MBL tracks and in he was way east, PA, yeah. what he did was he took
1: the or did they split it you're saying n- so it was, no no he lived in the east so for him to deal like every all the west tracks were as far as they could be yep you know if he lived in the center so he took the state championship and took this track mcconnellsburg and mm-hmm. it was in the center of the state so it was fair for everybody to drive to before that, I don't even know where it was. It was further, I think, for the east people to drive out. But uh, yeah, yeah. So those those were great. My mom always scored at the nationals, at the state series. She was always a score, and and anything else that she could do. Yeah. So right from the early on, I had total support in BMX, and still. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I remember. I'm probably going to be out of order on this a little bit, but I remember first seeing you on Peddler, which we should probably talk about first, uh, because Peddler,
1: they had a Bethlehem. Pet was no, they're in Lansdale. About uh, well, actually, they still exist. I mean, oh yeah, they still do. Yeah, yeah. You know, about doesn't Atlanta, doesn't about half Keith, hour south. Doesn't Keith Gower work there? No, no, he doesn't gower actually i still see and hang with gower yeah uh, he has a different job oh he does okay Uh, did he ever work there i must be confused no no he worked at action wheels okay he worked there chet worked there Joe rich worked there Uh christ everybody i could go on and on and the names
0: you spout off are just like it having this many incredible riders from one area It's It's insane, and you—you only named a couple. And That's just
1: the start. I could go on and on and on. But I believe it was Brett Hendricks. Yeah, if he still owns Pedler, I know he did for a while. Okay, but he rode for him back then, and then ended up owning it. He's got a couple years on you, right? Like two or three. He's older than me. I think I
2: was racing Brett then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, the uniforms were awesome, and there's no doubt, climber Dave Climber put him on the map. Because he was wearing that at the World Cup in California, right? I'll never forget that, yeah. And that was the race. Go ahead, actually, you tell us better than, far
1: Well, yeah, he, I remember Dave inspired me from a very young age, and he still does. Yeah, Even though he hasn't ridden in how many years. Like, I still draw inspiration from the past and always will. And when I met Dave, he was in a GT uniform. That's how long ago it was. He was a teenager, and I was a very young teenager. And what I remember, um, he, in between, at the end of the races, in between races, he never took his helmet off because he was always riding. He rode so hard. So after the races, we would, you know, the big thing was to stay and jump and do your tricks on the doubles out there because you wouldn't necessarily do it in the race, but you're Mm -hmm. like, I want to, you know, hit that jump and do a (laughs) one-footer. So I remember Dave from back then, and I would follow him and, and she would do a no footer and I would try to do a no footer uh-huh. and you know so and I loved watching him ride from way back then and he might have been 15 expert, 16 expert mm-hmm. and then he got on the peddler and then of course I wanted to be on peddler you yeah. know but you know, it was a national team so he had to be asked I was never about like asking to be sponsored mm-hmm. you know so uh <clears throat> he was on peddler and I got on peddler, so I'm like, wow, I made it, you know. At first, I was on. yeah, I had two teams: the A team yeah. and the national team. The national team had the gear uniform, said "A" team on the back, and so I wasn't had didn't have the purple uniform right away. But then I got on oh, the okay. national team, and I was like, I made it, you know, the Bad Boy Club yeah. on the back. Oh yeah, and, that's right. Uh, you know, just being on Dave's team, looking up there, there was a ton of other rad guys on the team, you know. Yeah. So, uh, getting. hang around Dave a lot you know half the reason I got into the music I got into he got me into punk rock and all that stuff and he dyed his hair and I wanted to dye my hair and you know and you know so by the time he won that big race in California the World Cup I'd known him for a bunch of years yeah so I was so psyched that he did it and you know he just I guess you could say he was unknown back then, and he yeah. went west and just beat some big-time guys, and he did some big jumps in that race. I think it was a triples he was jumping, yeah. or a huge double or something down the first straight, and he trained hard back then. Yeah. You know, and uh, Well, he, all the way, that's why he went from a skinnier dude to being jacked when he was double-A because he just trained. He lifted. and The natural way? The natural way, man. The natural <laughs> way. It's, I can't yeah, believe it. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, and I lived with the guy. No, no and, I don't mean know. I can't believe so, it was him, yeah, but yeah, just yeah, so, people he was going against. Yeah, yeah, you know, so that, that was fun to, you know, be friends with somebody you really looked up to and then mm-hmm. actually eventually end up living with him in California. And, yeah, so Dave probably out of all the BMXers, Ever, he inspired me the most. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, I love jumping, and that dude could jump. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, he and he like he had on the back of his race pants. I don't care. He (laughs) just threw. He just banged with the best of a man. And if they were going wide, he was jumping inside and doing what he could do. You know. So. I, you know, so exciting to watch race. And, you know, he. I was younger, so, you know, he, he was cool to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As a younger dude, you know, like older yeah. guys, you know, they, yeah. they could either make funny or, or hurt your feelings a little, but, you know, Dave was always cool, and his yeah. his whole family was cool. You know, his mom All was right. cool, his sister was cool. You know, I knew his dad the slightest bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were a, a great family, and he only lived a half hour from here. So, really? Yeah. okay. Yeah. So when he came to our first sales trails, mm mm-hmm. It was like the biggest day. And unfortunately, me and Sales had some like dance for school that we went to. We had to get dressed up in tuxedos like the Prince and Princess <laughs> dance or something. And that was a day Dave went to our trails and we were just were so bummed we missed it. But it was such a oh, big my. thing. Like climbers coming to the trails. But it's funny because usually that's for somebody you don't know so well. We were all friends with him, but he was that rad, you know, that it was just like. Man, you couldn't wait to see him or ride with him or oh. see what kind of movie he was going to pull next. You're scaring me because <laughs> I swear you and Andy are the same. Oh, really? Person. Something else is matching up? <laughs> it's too crazy. I mean, it's like... Yeah, we know each other pretty well. You do. <laughs> yeah,
0: you definitely do. Oh, my gosh. Uh, er, er, totally quickly, on a, on a side note, when Chris Rye was putting together the Jimmy LeVan documentary, he, uh, he got a hold of me because... It appears that I have a lot of footage over the years. <laughs> I don't really have a lot of footage, but occasionally I'll, I'll have, like, a little bit of something that someone may want. So, so anyway, um, Chris had gotten a hold of me and asked if I had any footage because he was hoping he could get, grab some... a um, race that would show Dave's pants. I said, I don't care. Uh... So, anyway, I got a hold of... Uh, uh, Kathy, his mom, that's his mom. Yeah. Yeah, And she sent me a, a whole bunch of pictures. Um, some of them worked, some of them didn't, but it, she was awesome. Yeah, and she was so it was cool. Karen, Kathy, and, uh, of course, Dave, and then the father, right? Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, this was just last year. She sent me a, a whole bunch. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be back next week. So I'll, I'll bring them with can me so you can check them, out.
1: And check them out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She sent some really good ones. Some are images from magazine shots. Oh, okay. Right. But others are purely like her. Pictures. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's team pictures, all kinds of... I remember seeing that. I don't
1: care. I was like, whoa! Like, yeah. You know, I was new to all the punk rock and everything, and you mm-hmm. know, and I was like, wow, it's Bo putting that on there. He doesn't care. No. Which probably <laughs> intimidated the people he was...
2: Yeah. Well, everybody else was, was a little
1: guys. more straight and polished, yeah, and Dave yeah. was wild style, but he was good, so he couldn't be denied.
0: No. You no. He, he he was awesome. When you went for the anniversary, the SNM anniversary... Was he there? Oh, yeah. He was there. So yep. oh, that's yep. cool. He was
1: there. He had his Dead Milkman shirt on, and that was the first oh, thing yeah? he got me into. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was see... Um, all right. So he was there... That was just last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, that's good. No, two years ago. Two...
1: Two years ago, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay.
0: That when they had the... At Milestone, I think, Was it at yeah, Milestone? Yep, yeah, Okay. Yep.
1: They had the... They built jumps. The jumps. and yeah. That was oh, did the he, front that flip. Was, that was a great... I'm so glad I went to that. It was... Yeah. Jazzy was just born I I Mm -hmm. knew I was asking for a lot but I couldn't stop thinking about it and I I went to Jenny I was like Jenny there's something I gotta ask you Uh I've been thinking about it so all of a sudden she's like what the (laughs) I was like made her a little nervous can't stop thinking about going to that S&M reunion. She's like, go! She's like, here, I thought it was something bad. She's like, go! Oh my God. I was like, I'm going! <laughs> but I didn't want to ask, because I, you know, it was, right. it was a lot for right. her to be here with, with the newborn. But yeah, I had missed yeah. the 20th, and it bummed me out for right. 10 years. So I was like, I don't want to miss this. And she was mm-hmm. so cool to let me go. And I only went for four days. But man, mm-hmm. what, what a great time it was. And then Sal went out for it. So he was out there and we got to hang with I mean, everybody was there. It was a POW reunion, man. I love all those guys. It was, I'm so glad that I went. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was, that that was cool. You know, and Dave was there and it was good to see him because I I don't really ever get to see him much anymore. No. So, but when I get to Cali here and there, we'll go to Supercross together or or do something, you know? So let me ask the question. A lot of people are going to
0: want to know the answer to it seems like he's doing well. Is he doing well? Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. He well he was an iron worker mm-hmm. and uh a guy running the crane if I got this right, was on his cell phone and knocked Dave down three stories. I think he broke me. both of his ankles or both legs. God, thank God he landed up, feet uh, first even. Yeah, yeah, he, he survived Very worse. Yeah. Uh and then got uh, himself now he's not an iron worker anymore Mm -hmm. but he works for a place that like helps people with addiction and he's like I talked to him he's like you won't believe it all these people it's like he gets a call he has to run and get medication for people and then like get it to him he's like all these people from Allentown out here what's going on back there (laughs) (laughs) just like I don't know man but that tripped me out that he said that you know so he's doing good man he's Keeps him, you know, he's huge into race. He has this huge, like, almost a real car that he Mm -hmm. races, like, uh, video games, but, like, very serious, you know. And Uh he uh, gets into that and, you know, he just keeps himself busy with that and Mm -hmm. doesn't. far as i know you know doesn't go out and hang out all the time with a bunch of people just kind of does his thing keeps to himself and you know goes to all the snm parties and Mm -hmm. might maybe meet up with some guys here and there but for the most part you know he's doing his thing and you know so that's that's always positive to hear that's awesome news yeah because the
0: general public wouldn't normally hear much much about him unless they heard from a guy like you that was friend uh, that is friends with him so that that's awesome news. I'm.
1: Um, I i did not know what he was up to. So yeah, it was real good to see him at that at that part. I'd seen saw him a few years earlier, and we, we went out and did some stuff. But uh, uh-huh. it's always good, man, because you know years always go between seeing friends these days, man. Oh yeah. A year now is. I mean. A, a, Ten years now is like a, a year back then. You know, now you say, oh, I'll see you in a little bit. It was a year back then. Now you say, something oh, I'll see you in a little bit. It's like ten years till you see him again. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. just crazy. Wow.
0: Well, it's good to know uh, that he's accessible to you and he's just doing that well. So Yeah, that's, yeah that's... when
1: you see him here and there on social media, you know, he'll say something. He's on it, you know, so it's not like oh, he's he hiding is? out yeah. or anything. You know? right, he right. He'll say some stuff, so, you know, it's good to know he keeps up. With stuff a little bit or whatever, you yeah. know, knows what all the guys are up to, all the POWs right. or whatever. So, right. I'm sure, he's proud of you. That'd be cool if he was, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cause I, his, my jump. I mean, I love the jump right from the get-go, but I saw what he could do on a bike when he rode, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Look what you did with it. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, still, for still him, him to know, he was an influence in that. A oh, is... big influence with the way I dressed, music I listened to, mm-hmm. how I rode. And thank goodness, man, what is, uh, on a little tangent, but I was I did Hannah's all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people that don't know, it's just pulling oh, yeah. your front wheel up like a visor grinder. Right, that's, right, right. That's how I got over overjumped. I'll never forget it. We're riding Dover out in California. I'm doing this Hannah after Hannah, which I'm not thinking. of. I'm just jumping, whatever. I might throw a truck, and he starts, "Stop with these handers! All oh, you're doing these handers all the time!" And you know, I was right when like doing a nose dive was coming around a little bit. So yeah, I started yeah. thinking about my style. Like he's right, I'm always doing these freaking Hannahs, man. So I started to try to work out of that phase, and it was from him giving me crap about it. <laughs> I'll never oh, forget that, God, that day. Stop so doing all funny. these handers, man. <laughs> To me, that's like
0: a that's like a uh, it's like a safety style. Like oh, I still do them. My yeah. first
1: runs through, I always got the front okay. wheel up. You know, right. but so then you I then the I try way. to get the little bit more of an arc. Yeah. But oh, I'm, it's my still my safety way through. Yeah, know? I threw a good one the other day, trying to get a good jump. I have to have words. I have to
0: have words with Superfly then, because he's gonna picture me doing a hand on. <laughs> On the Kiko Whammo line, And it's so funny. It, it's, I don't know. Anyway, forget it. It's not. It's, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's still a
1: part of me. It's still. It's still in me. It naturally yeah. comes out. I gotta fight right, it. Right. You know, keep stay back, <laughs> stay back. You know, get get with
0: that endo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man, nose diving used to be like a Robbie Morales like amazing type of riding to really nose in. Um, and now. It's ever, the it's only crawling. way you can yeah, ride. Yeah, the only
1: place. It's the remember. only... If you can't nose dive, don't bother. Yeah, yep, you just Come struggle on. a little bit with the steeper landings. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I yeah. came back from Cali, and I learned the nosedive, and I was really, like, pushing. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'm riding uh, first posh, the roller doubles we had there, and Lucky's down there. <laughs> and I kept throwing these nosedives, and it was, like, scaring him. He kept going, oh, I keep thinking you're about to crash. <laughs> like, it was so new. Like, people, like, <laughs> haven't weren't used to watching people riding with that style. It was late and, 90s, wasn't it? Like, well, no that, no, that was early 90s.
0: Early 90s? That so, was, okay. yeah, because... Uh, maybe, maybe it didn't hit Connecticut to yeah, us. Yeah. The I, four I, okay. of us
1: in Connecticut, I think, sir,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We were late hey, 90s. So, I probably got yelled at for the hand is probably about 92, <laughs> maybe, you know, something like that. And, yeah. Because, yeah, and then we had Old Posh in the 93... <laughs> That's probably when I came back and I was doing them, and you know, people were just like, "Whoa, you're trying to do that? Whoa, thinking you're about to crash?" No, uh, mm-hmm. man, give it a shot. Feels mm-hmm. smooth. <laughs> it it's is fun. Good,
0: it is a good feeling, for sure. Um, you know what? You touched on California. Let's jump right into that. Just jump all over. I, <sighs> it's too hard to and, keep it in order. No,
1: no, yeah, I mean, we'll miss a lot, but whatever. This is
0: this is what makes it fun, and this is why I believe. A lot of people listen to these because there's no format. No, no. We're just we, we, we could we're have just wrote two, out two friends
1: in your area or uh, nah. try to follow it or
0: although Andy's Andy's uh Andy's kind of uh you know, synopsis here is, is helpful so I don't forget <laughs> anything. But yeah, free form is the way I call it and just like uh you know, long form interview yeah. it's what it's called, but freestyling it would be what the kids yeah. call it. We're just gonna freestyle it. Just freestyle it. Just gonna freestyle it. How old were you when you went to uh California and
1: how long did you stay? I, and why did you go?
0: Let's start with why you went. Too. I
1: knew from middle school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to move out there. It's you know, it was the epicenter of BMX, all the factories, the magazines. So, of course, all the most of the riders in the magazines from were from the west. So, I that's where I wanted to be, you know. Uh and then I became good friends with sales in eighth and ninth grade. He was in ninth and I was in eighth. And he got hardcore into BMX. And we just both just wanted to move to California. We're like, we are graduating high school and we're out. You mm-hmm. know, So I was 18. I graduated high school, worked three months landscaping to save up the cash to move out. And me and him, after the NBL Grands, uh, drove out there. It was funny. That was... We went to Levant speaking to Jimmy, we went to his house after the after the grands. Mm-hmm. Climber and Moeller were there. Jimmy was there. In Kentucky, right? In Kentucky. And it was Moeller's twenty first birthday. Oh God. So we did some partying <laughs> in the basement. Uh-huh. I did a bunch of puking. We were playing some drinking games and I was I was never a good drinker. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to drink and i just puke and i just keep playing and There's it was no over such 21st thing. birthday so it was a very long time ago and uh I was 18 and then we drove they left and then Sales and I drove we followed them most of the way and then we stopped to visit our buddy Danny Muir who was part of the first Sales Trails crew we had a real good crew a bunch of guys Ronnie Litchney and, uh whole, whole crew of guys mm-hmm. Uh so then we stayed with Dan at the Colorado University, I think it was in Boulder. Sales threw out my bike out the window. I told we got in a fight. We're famous for fighting. We're always best enemies. Uh, love the dude. Right. And but we got in some fun, sometimes not so fun arguments. So for some reason we're arguing. And he has my bike and he's like, I'm gonna throw it out the window. I was like, go ahead, you know? Freaking guy threw it out the window. I told him to. Oh. <laughs> Dropped like two stories. Oh, my God. He <laughs> to say we didn't talk for the next 18 hours driving to Cali. <laughs> oh my god! Now part I'll time. never forget that, man. Oh my god! Yeah, so uh, yeah, so then I, and I stayed out there for three, four years, '91 to '94. I was out there, and then was I moved awesome, back. Man. I started college out there, and then I moved back here and went to college for six years, and didn't get out there once during that, which felt like 20 years. So you kind of, did six years here? Yeah, I did a semester out in Cali. A half year? Yeah, just half, just a semester, a half year, and then I came mm-hmm. back here and went to school for six years and got my gotcha. four-year degree. Three gotcha. colleges ended up taking got six you. years to get a four-year degree. Well, I'm sure you are working
0: uh, at the same time, too. So, Yeah, yep. Yeah, at least for yeah. uh, Griffin's mom.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Man, this does comes she, full circle with everything. She, uh, Griffin's mom had this job where she ran this... Like cleaning thing, that's uh, a Mike, bunch right? of the yeah, yeah my mm-hmm. bunch of the ECD guys worked for her. You know, it was part time mm. during at night during the week, and yeah, nobody. She was your boss. She just let you do yeah. your thing, and so th- those those were some good times there. But yeah, so yeah, and then uh, yeah, so but California, I will tell you what's one of the best things I ever did in my life. Moving mm-hmm. out there, those four years, mm-hmm. I met some of the some great friends to this day. I did. I could write a book on those four years. I got so many stories, and it just started my travel. You know, my love for travel and just going other places, meeting people, realizing if you get out of your hometown, you you can meet some people, and then they might come visit you in your hometown, and then that's fun. And but man, being a POW and living in California was that that really shaped my life and. BMX for me and oh those were wild times wild times and and think about it now no disrespect but now 18 year olds to me I'm like it's pretty young I'm like a lot of 18 year old people I'll see are like I couldn't imagine this guy moving on his own out to Cali but then there it was like just the older generation was different you got out of high school all you wanted to do was get out of your parents house that's all you wanted to do the crazy thing is the parents didn't even try to stop you. No, no. Like I tried that to stop what you my did. son. You're Eighteen, go. Yeah, I to probably try to stop my daughter.
0: I, <laughs> I've been. T- I'm trying to stop my son. He's when he wants to go, he's going. He, he's made it perfectly clear. But yeah, what I'm saying is, you know, the parents also were different then. Yeah, because I
1: think Her my parenting parents was just different. let me go to college. They didn't know who I was moving in with. Well, they knew sure. Dave.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't really know the other guys, and that was it. Me yeah. and sales were gone. You know, mm-hmm. call you in a month. <laughs> About yeah. to go have some fun. That's awesome. It was, you know, I look back on that. It's just crazy. Yeah. You know, but, man, great years. Great years, you know. And I can oh, still go back, and I still reminisce, and I still yeah. have some of my best friends. My buddy, Ned Shred, is still one of my best friends. And I met him during those years. And his yeah. life, what he overcome is very inspirational. And we're still best friends. So... Like, those years meant a lot to me. Yeah, I I can imagine.
0: We definitely have to have a separate interview. You're you're exactly right, and we'll just do POW. I would say POW and probably a little bit of uh, Original Posh, because when you came back... That's when Original Posh was getting going. Which is
1: the last one I saw before I stopped. But right, I think yeah. there's,
0: there's probably tons of stories there's from there
1: because we could talk about. that because place, Pio was... in itself and yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like living with Lawan and oh Todd my Lines, gosh. you know, I looked yeah, up to yeah, those yeah. guys, and now I'm living with them. You yeah. know, it's just it was huge for me. And then Posh One, you know, you look back, we had some big. Con- well, I shouldn't say we because I, I had trails in Easton at the time, but yeah, they're all my friends. We had some big. Like, big contest for back in the day. yes, yeah. Montero would come out from Iowa, like, yeah. Morales would be there, like, you know, we had some fun yeah. stuff down there, and I got footage of old Posh, and I got a, a bunch of footage some from video the video footage? Video footage from nice. the P.O.W. days. I could make an awesome video of the POW. I had a big on-the-shoulder camera. Mm-hmm. I took all around and I shot four uh, VHS thing. tapes that I got converted to CD. Oh, you already had them converted? Yeah, I, st- I have them converted now. These are ready I to still go. watch them, man. I, st- I broke out some of the footage the last couple years in the, in the winter. I'll break it out and post some stuff. I, I yeah. got some, some good stuff on there. But I can watch it. And I've watched it so much over the years. Those years aren't that mm. far in my past where right. if I didn't have those videos to watch I would have forgot it all yeah but now it's like it's I still carry it with me because just two mm-hmm. winters ago I broke them all out and was going through them yeah. and what, same with old posh you know I yeah. remember exactly how it was because I got video footage of it so it's it's I was, thank goodness I lugged that camera around for those oh, couple yeah. years or whatever it was because that the footage to me is priceless yeah you yeah. know right so my buddy cron converted them Oh, he did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, he converted yeah. them for me. So I just yeah. was so thankful because I don't know where I would have went. This was years ago. Oh, now you right. can just go places and they will do it. still don't know how he did it, but he had some machine and did it for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, our chairs are in a fireproof lockbox, you know. Yeah. Right? That's how much they mean to oh, me. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, uh, oh, You're going to hate
0: to hear this. I went to Pass 1 before I had stopped in the late 90s and I had footage of it first I was trying to convert it oh I lost it I lost all but the beginning and the end oh but uh but yeah seriously though I, I seriously was was converting it and I and I, I messed oh, it up man. so I only had the beginning and the end the redhead stepchild from step Jeff Allen <laughs> was in there and, and he was little then he was like young young but uh but anyway it is what it is and everything happens for a reason so you have plenty of it so i'm gonna let my mind be at ease that i lost critical (laughs) i mean lucky was definitely in it um i forget who else but we were on a visit and and a bunch of the guys were riding i don't know i i'm sure joe was there then too yeah at that time but it was it was a while ago but that place was that place was pretty crazy. That was probably the first set of trails I went to. That was, that were pretty. They were. They were a challenge. They weren't. They weren't easy. Right, you had to yeah, work for
1: it. Yeah. yeah. And some speed involved. Mm-hmm. You know, and you weren't pedaling. I mean, parts you're pedaling, but parts I, you're just holding on and about to launch a jump. And that wasn't commonplace back in the day. No. Then we had some rhythm, rhythm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not today's rhythm, but some yeah, yeah, consecutive yeah. jumps. I guess you could say. Seven eleven ish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it's not as much as rhythm as they had, but yeah it you know, sure, so, but we had some long lines by the end, or I mm-hmm. should say Mach six built that place in, in Markey hall they they had some long lines i yeah. I still was building that sales trails two
2: mm-hmm. all
1: there, I didn't build it, posh one at all, I helped out, became real good friends with those guys, but I had sales andy, my buddy ron, Dan uh. Joe Rich, like we all had sales trails too. Mm -hmm. And that was the only trails I ever banned in my life. But yeah, to become, the crew broke up and then I just started going to Posh One and Mm -hmm. really became great friends with Rob Kaufman, Marky Hall, Mock, all those guys. And just we let those trails kinda just weed oh. over and I just was all about Posh One but I was then I was living in Cali, so I'd just come home for the summers and just ride with the guys, you know. It wasn't like it is today with the building and everything. You kinda did a little bit in the spring and then rode the rest of the year. Right. You know, right, right. so uh so I didn't do any building at Posh One but I had our second set of trails that I built at uh in the next town over Easton. Yeah. So that's where, you know, a big part of you know, the wholesales Trails crew was from because we all went to high school together, right? <clears throat> gotcha. All right, so we're we're
0: gonna have to agree to do a separate one in California because you know there's a lot to talk about. Man. Yeah, I've
1: been riding a long time, it's you can't fit 38 years of BMX in one <sighs> podcast. Or In, we could, but it'd get boring. It would just. it just.
0: Honestly, I would split it into two, but I, I'll be back. I'm not going yeah. anywhere. Uh, you're not going anywhere. are a
1: little comfortable with this, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I turned you down for two years to do this.
0: You um, didn't turn me down.
1: You 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 delayed it. Delayed it and delayed it, thinking I would never do it and you would stop asking me. No, but you're just the wrong because guy. Because I was nervous and didn't. Didn't know if I would have anything intelligent or fun to say, and if I did have that to say, I was worried it wouldn't get out of my head, and I was worried I wouldn't remember anything. So, because I don't remember a lot, I don't remember a lot from the early years. I do, but I don't, you know. But yeah, so well, I'm I'm down for another one. We should we should
0: (laughs) because it would be fun because normally what I do, like a Garrett Burns or Brian Foster, is uh, you know you're, you're talking for five five and a half hours, and it's such amazing conversation you don't want to stop, yeah, it and stop. Start again. at what
1: point you're like let's stop yeah. you know so yeah
0: instead <laughs> of us being up till two in the morning we'll we'll uh i'll, we'll I'll back try back. it out separately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so some of these questions i'm starting to realize i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off uh for instance we'll tease people for the next one you being a test writer for bmx plus oh, so fun. yeah so oh, we'll save oh, those yeah. for the next one
1: yeah i, I got and, a lot of, i got some Good stories about all that. Some stuff I wouldn't want to talk about that I'd make myself talk about.
0: You stopped racing in what? Probably just after me. I'm trying to forget about it,
1: No, I made it to 2001, possibly. Oh, nice. Yeah. You went three years behind me. I think 2001, and what kills me the most is I have not been on a gate since. Really? I've not done a gate start. And I growing up, my dad built me a gate. I always had a gate. I've I done a million pictures. gates in my life. I told myself when I'm done race when I was done racing, I was burnt because I was mm-hmm. doing posh hardcore, racing hardcore. Clips came in. I had to train twice as hard to, to get beat by clips. guys that weren't beating me a couple weeks ago, or they would beat mm-hmm. me to the first straight and then I have to pass them and I almost crashed passing them because they were squirreling. Yeah. It just got to a point where I was. It mostly was the traveling a couple times a week. I just got a, a month. I just got burnt on it. And I always told myself, you're going to stay in good enough shape that you can get on the track anytime. Well, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Kind of. And I always thought I at least would go to a track and, and practice and, and ride uh-huh. and have not been on a gate in 20 years. And that makes me sad. But that's another story.
0: That's okay. That's <laughs> all right. It's understandable because it's such a... Con- it, and we were programmed that way for how I mean, many years i started it. in 83 you started in 81 and you're younger than me so you had some pretty uh, i don't always like this word but your formative years you spent a lot of time on the track just like oh, i did yeah but you started from a younger age than me i mean the track was well what we had that, that to, for jumping for yeah, racing you know, for every it was everything
1: you just stayed after the race and they became your trails yep you just rode them and jumped them that's where you learn no footers, it's where you learn mm-hmm. your tricks, it's you jump off the berm, like you just try to transfer some straightaway. You just would try all kinds yeah. of stuff and, and that's what I when I first started building trails, that's what I was doing, emulating tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and,
0: it it that's what we did? Yeah, in fact yeah. excuse me. Colin Stiles, um who is uh he's on that rail to berm show. Yes, yep. Yeah. He he made it I don't remember when he said it, but it was—it was so true. It was such—it was such a simple concept, but I never thought about that way. Because now I think of anything that's in the woods or behind your house or whatever—that's not a sanctioned, you know, what we what we knew as MBL back in our day, and, in ABA, you know, USA BMX. We we called them practice tracks.
1: Yeah, yeah, they weren't like we didn't call them trails. And I
0: never thought about that until he said that on that podcast that I'm That's like, right. son of a gun. I definitely called our trails a practice track yeah. because I did the, you know, left turn, right turn, left turn. And that was my, my That's deal. That, yeah. And yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't have as much room as you guys behind my house, but it was, uh, I made it as big as I could for the length of the straightaways that we had. Right. But it was the shape of a track. I mean, there was no doubt it was a practice track. And we had cut off so you could go to like the trick jump, quote unquote, the trick jump. And then eventually we didn't ask. We went to the property of the neighbor and started from there so we could have a bigger, longer run. But uh, anyway, trails were practice tracks. First back Sales then.
1: Trails was, uh, I call it a bent oval. Yeah, and yeah. We raced it. We had a neighborhood series with we'd have qualifiers, we'd keep track. Yeah. We'd you know, you could win neighborhood one, we gave out little plates and at one point we even went back into the woods a little on sales as uncle's property and they built a gate. Um, his uncle flipped a script when he found that in the woods (laughs) that's a whole nother story but that's what we did we practiced Mm -hmm. racing and we raced and we would try to pass each other and of course we're doing tricks and we had a tabletop that we would you know try stuff on and yeah you know so it was a little everything but we're mostly racing Uh our trails right right
0: oh man that's 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 funny um, but that's what it was, and mm-hmm. and I truly believe, like I, I, I was never, you know, a, a great racer. Turned super class, made a handful of mains, but even before, I mean, the only the only grand mains I could ever make were cruiser. I it, expert was so hard to make the main; it was just it was. Yeah, that's why Lou Delfino, if you're listening, Lou, this is why you were 18 when you were wearing the DDR stuff. Because (laughs) he, uh, I'm almost positive, I'm right on this, that he made a really tough, it was either 18 and over. uh, I think it was either 18 and over or 20 and over, expert, whatever they were at at that time. And he made the main, and I think it was was when the Grands were in
1: uh, indoor... What was it? It didn't... Memphis Memphis, had it. It indoor, And then that's it it. Columbus had an indoor Grands one year. That was the only Grands I didn't Not go Not in, in to the same spot. Or, yeah. yeah. was I don't, a yeah, different... I, don't th- th- I, think I didn't go to yeah. those Grands. I, you didn't? That was okay. the one year I missed the Grands mm-hmm. in my racing career, I guess sure. you could say. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: They both had... I believe they both had bridges. I believe... Memphis did. I got Memphis fourth did. at that one.
1: That was a big with a little help from Milham Blown and a chain I think it was oh, but I was I was flying at that race I was uh-huh. racing good that track yeah I loved that track it had some sketchy stuff but it was a lot it was like uh, ABA really yeah. I thought it was like an so ABA track I, I made that main in super class and mm-hmm. it was one of the first ones I made and man I was I psyched think, I think uh, the, the pr- whatever they call the race before the oh, race yeah, maybe? yeah the, the night before I'm
0: pretty because there's a picture in something, man. I don't know what magazine, uh, but he's leading it. I, I, I want to say it was that
1: one. wouldn't put him past leading it because anybody, because uh, he, he did have the U.S. to
0: beat anybody. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Doctor Smooth number two. Oh yeah. Um, Craig Reynolds being the one. Um, but anyway, that would have been the President's Cup Day. I'm sorry, not President's Cup. U.S. Open Day. And then the grants were did that, it was, it's, it's, cool stuff. So you missed the Columbus one, but yeah, yeah. why was they even talking about
1: that? I don't know what was bringing that up for. um about I know we're talking about trails being race yeah, practice tracks back yeah. in the day. Somehow, some we're talking about grants. <laughs> <laughs> I because
0: I don't. My mind goes all different ways. I'm. It's it's true, man. that the age thing. I know they say age is just a number. I think what they meant by that is age is just a number of your IQ goes lower and lower. <laughs> that number is what they're talking about, not the one I thought. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Pretty messed up. Um and then re- we can keep this really really quick. Toward the end of uh you know, me racing in the in the late 90s uh, Spooky which was we had that team under the name spit, uh, which was Kevin Hopkins. And he had me, they were manufacturing in Connecticut and a lot of mountain bikers would know because spooky was pretty big with mountain bikers and they continued to be after they sold the company after you and I were out of it. Uh, but they had me run that, that, uh, the BMX racing part of it. And it was you, myself. Frank O'Reilly, and Eric Brownell. Yep. Man. So was we, cool. it was all super class. Yeah. I, I picked yeah. an all super class, super class team. team. All right. Let me fess up to something right now. Did we, <laughs> when I was given that kind of opportunity, that kind of, um, kind of, I don't want to say free reign because I wouldn't waste anyone's money, but I'm like, all right, let's do a super class team. Like it's, you know, bring it up a level and not have like an 11 year old amateur, and not try to satisfy all the other classes. Right, yeah. We're yeah. trying to get some exposure. So let's do some, everybody. Let's do all super class because one of us is bound to do something. That's, that's what the kids are running to the fence to watch. Exactly. You know, the pros. It should so, be. It yeah, should be. Yeah. See, I, of the four, I was definitely the worst. But, you know, Eric Brownell always had flashes oh, of brilliance. Yeah. That guy oh, had yeah. some strength. Frank and then, was strong. He well, was a good Frank, racer, man. I was just happy to get Frank out of a hockey jersey and into a regular <laughs> yep, yep. regular jersey. Not on the Rangers. You're on Spooky. <laughs> or Spit. Whatever. So, uh, anyway. So, you were on that team. And I got team. To, the
1: only time I got to ride a Lunum Frame in my life. So, that was cool. I enjoyed getting the... Uh, if it wouldn't have been for that, I would have never rode aluminum frame. Right, but and I, you, that did, was fun for a you did, you did, man. Well, I believe I, I can't remember. I can't honestly. separate the years. I don't I, know yeah. how I did that year. Well,
0: it it really only went for a year and two trade shows that I okay. went to, and then it kind of dissolved. But you know what? They gave BMX a shot. Yeah. we tried. I, it was fun. Gotta try. And, and I had three of my friends on there that I that you know well always be friends and and it was pretty it was pretty cool it was kind of the you know obviously if you're going to choose to wear all black or obviously you know <laughs> yep. like you got to worry about us but you know but anyway that that was that was fun and that's that's
1: a memory that I'll never forget between oh, yeah. you me and too. I me and, too yeah, and it, was, it was It was. cool I just being asked to be on a team felt mm-hmm. good you know
0: so, From the beginning, right? Every, yeah, since, just,
1: you know, just when asking to be on spit, like, oh, you're thinking of me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do this. Right. You know, so right. it, uh, it, was, it was good to be on the team, and it was great that it was all super class guys because we'd all root for each other and, you know, yeah. help each other out. and Right, right. And if you took, if you are in fifth and you
0: took out your teammate for fourth to make the main... Well, one of you still is in the main, yeah, so you're yep. still. We still won. Don't <laughs> yep. worry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it, it was a good time. But um, but anyway, let me look through this real quick, and then I'm going to go to some Instagram questions. And, yeah. Uh, I can't I gotta tell you, it, it took another complete digression, but it's so weird whenever I think of Eastern PA and Bethlehem in particular. I always think of the band Live, because <laughs> because Ed Kowalczyk, right, is this the lead singer's name? Yeah, isn't he from Bethlehem?
1: Well, I know the band Live's from uh, York. Oh, it's York. But all right. Maybe he originally was no, from Bethlehem, but I know the
0: band. No, I screw all this stuff up. But at least I got the state right yeah. And yeah kind yeah. of the end yeah. of the state right. The correct yeah. end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. You know, rock and roll wise, the one thing, the only thing we got going. For, I mean there's some stuff but yeah. billy joel sings a song about allentown oh yeah. which is just the next town over so no. but he's actually singing about bethlehem and yeah, steel yeah. but for some reason he's singing about allentown in that <laughs> song. so we got billy joel singing <laughs> singing about the lehigh valley but yeah so oh, no lives from uh, york oh. <laughs> well they were around for a while and and still he's he's uh on his own now well, but, they, um, live actually just did a that's what we're talking about, live. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, uh, live. They just did a 25-year tour uh, for their first album. No way. I, I, I don't know if it's their first album, but I for that it. big album. Yeah, them, I, and, it. I guess them and that, uh, Bam Bush, just a yeah. uh, friend uh, at work mm-hmm. went to it. Uh, they're both their, their. I guess both their first albums are 25 years old really? this year. So that's why wow. I... Uh, I missed I was it. was just thinking about live the other day because my friend went to the, the show, so... Yes, was, uh, I, I, yeah, I... 25, so as old as posh, man. Yeah. 25 years, he's got ro- that 25-year thing going. I'm rocking the shirt like right now. I like that. I'm going to get one myself, man. We we sold out, so... I, which is out? a good thing. I I got to get more made because I didn't get one, and I love that design. I, did Tasha do the design? She did, that hand-drawn,
0: like... I, I got a shout-out Tasha, ever since i met her tasha tasha is forever giving she does far more free work than she does money work and and she's amazing and in that i because she's so creative i mean the shirt is just let me know when you guys do the next run um it's and I have shirts for you from my my jam. I think I have oh, one nice. Jazzy's size too. Oh yeah, she'd be psyched. Yeah, from How this would... summer's jam. But she did that one. She picked this army green color. Like it. She just knows. Like it.
1: Her design work is amazing. It like, is. Um, our flyers have been killer this year. That yeah. Like and uh, it's just, I love it. I, I I feel bad that we can't pay her. I wish, uh, she loves doing it for free, she loves doing it, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, we all do this BMX stuff for free, uh, mm. but her work is so good, it's, I just want to give her more than the shirts, you know, know. it's like, I, it's, I know, and she's so easy to work with, and totally. uh, I just is. love what she's putting out, you mm-hmm. know, Treves did our stuff, and I love his work, but mm-hmm. he's so busy with his company, it, I, it was so, I don't, I want to keep asking him to do stuff because I know, one, he doesn't say no. Yeah. And two, uh, Tasha could do it, Mm -hmm. give it to him, and then he's still a part of it. Yeah. And then everybody's being a part of it. You know, it's just, he's so busy. I just didn't want to keep asking him. And I would have had nobody else to reach out to. Right. I mean, could have maybe found somebody, but then Tasha appears, and all of a sudden we have these... Just insane flyers and artwork, and it's, I don't know. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad.
0: I'm glad. And and Jess is starting to do more video work. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he
1: does all the video. videos of all the you know, yeah. jams and puts them out right away. And yeah. it's like both what they're doing right. is, is awesome. You know, it's like what I always say, you know, it's not everything for BMX needs to happen on the bike. No, <laughs> no definitely. That, that doesn't keep BMX going. <laughs> the the riding no. doesn't. <laughs>
0: No. And I'm, I'm happy to take on some of that. And she is too. And it's, uh, she, she just deserves a shout out because she's done flyers for me, for my fundraising events for the past, uh, three years at least. Um, and then she, uh, she did my podcast logo, which I, I, I threw threw her some money for that. But but I had this little bit of a vision and she just turned it into way better than what my vision was.
1: That's what's fun for me because I like to be involved in the shirts. Mm -hmm. And I always have some visions and I like to take them to her and then she tweaks them or goes off of them. That that shirt, the one you have on Mm -hmm. with the butcher jumping at that, none of that was from my vision. We started with something else and... It, that, that just didn't work out. We tried real hard and then she did that and she showed it to me. My my, my jaw dropped. I was just like... I know. Really? That is just amazing. That's so cool. And yeah, that all became... That came around because Janice, mm-hmm. who was an awesome guy and a huge part of our scene, right. uh, he was so psyched on it being 25 years of posh. He loves posh yeah. too. He's like those catty guys. I love those guys. Yeah. He, he wanted us to have a little on every flyer for every jam, a 25-year... We ended up not doing it. Yeah, 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 That was was supposed to be real small on every flyer for every event we did this year. That's how that design oh, like, I Let's gotcha. design a 25 years of posh logo that can be on every... Oh, just yeah, gotcha. to build stoke and celebrate that it's 25 years of posh. So that was supposed to be on every flyer, but it just ended up being so rad. We're like, we want that on a t-shirt and it became the flyer for a 25-year celebration and you know so it was uh that that's how that idea started through janice pushing like let's get a 25-year logo for posh that can be on every flyer and it was a great idea we didn't do it but that logo became from his idea and then her skills and now we have that yeah so
0: and so you sold them out that's
1: well I went a large. I I saw 25 larges that day. I went to go and get, I ordered five extra for the crew and I went to get them out out for the crew. I went to get them out for the crew. I said, Jenny, uh, we don't have any larges left. I'm not getting one of these shirts. Oh, man. Well, I'm
0: way too fat for a large, so you could have this one and I'll buy an XL. Because I was thinking
1: I was small at the time, but... I'm not small. Yeah, I got a few, medium, a bunch of medium shirts around, and I don't even <laughs> attempt anymore. So, what was I thinking? I tried, I tried to be cool for a second and a shrink up like everybody. Right, right. like, yeah, Only <laughs> Sal can pull that off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and
0: I don't know Sal that well, but the two or three times I've been around him, I'm getting it. I'm,
1: i once uns- he, he, he can tailor his own shirts, perfect custom fit. Man. Oh, I, yeah. I believe it. he sent me a picture the other day he has like a hundred white t-shirts and he came up with this (laughs) method of washing them and getting them crystal clear white it looks like a meth lab (laughs) it's just tubs and stirs and chemicals and uh, oh I love it so
0: no pit no pit stains on a white shirt from him (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) oh my god he's probably the first one that ever really uh, like um uh Uh, what do they call that in masonry, when they point, Uh, pointed a jump like it was a chimney.
1: That dude, that dude, man. If he's got that mindset, you know. He he did so much with Posh. He's, he is, Posh is today. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick one person, and it's just not one person, Mm -hmm. of course. Right, right, right. I had to pick one person. He is what made Posh what it is today. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't me. I'm still around. So some people might think it was me, but the truth is, is I, I just don't know how to quit. <laughs> and he. <laughs> well, it's good. It's good he, you don't know how to quit. Good for us. Uh, he made posh. He, he was a genius. The ideas mm-hmm. he had. I, half of his changes I fought. He was right every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every right. one of them. You know, right. six months later, you're like, oh man, he was right. <laughs> you know, like so I should have just shut up, but I didn't. You know, that's a- you, you know it's a <laughs> great when i watch the youtube uh the
0: the youtube um i guess we'll call it the uh the final product of all the clips that jess put together on it, it was pretty funny he did really well and you did you did extremely well because they, well, Randy was doing the interview. Randy that I've met five times, apparently. So that's the joke now is Randy. I, I've met him five times, but I don't remember any of the first five times. So, you know, I'm so you're gonna I'm meet the, him
1: again for the first time soon.
0: Jess was filming you and Sal, and it, it, it was just so fun. You could, you could clearly see that you guys have been friends forever and you know when to let Sal go and then when to when to interject you know oh, what i yeah. mean like yeah, yeah there's a there's a <laughs> give and take going on between you two that it is is pretty funny to watch we you know?
1: over the years i miss him down at posh a lot yeah and, you know life goes on is what right, it is right uh but man do we have some back and forth? people love to watch it we we know how to get under each other's skin uh-huh. Like you know we know the right thing to say and then we love it and laugh at <laughs> ah, you know and we we had a lot of good times doing that some people might be taken back right you know like oh are they really mad at each other and sometimes we would get mad at each other. Well, do my bike out that window you know so Sometimes right, right. we would get mad at each other huh. you know that was my fault i told him to do it you know not ever thinking he would but then yeah it's just how Mm -hmm. it is you know so yeah we we became friends you know in intermediate school and and always been friends and i do not get to see him enough in my life now you know but he lives in philly i live here we both are busy i got a family and you know he he has his girl and he's a teacher and it's just Mm -hmm. life getting out it's like catches up with everybody and if you if you're seeing your friends as much as you did in your twenties, that's great for you, but that's a rarity yeah it is you know? so, it, is. it but, is yeah, so uh, yeah, that's why I appreciate the time with
0: you and you you know setting this time aside tonight because i I know I mean my kids are older now, but at where you're at right now, I don't think I would have even answered the phone,
2: <laughs> you know what I mean because
0: my my entire being was wrapped around this family that that i had i had a hand in starting so it was you know it's it's hard family changes a lot uh, of
1: a lot of things it changed my life dramatically i mean Mm of course for the better sure and i knew it would be a huge change for me at posh because Mm -hmm. i was single forever and i had all the free time in the world the one year i spent 32 weekends at posh that's when it hit me i was like there's more to like than this yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, you know, so you, it's why pay rent? You should just put up a tent
1: there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it was like having a family. Just, you know, puts things in perspective. And if you're good, uh, if you're not good with time, you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a struggle doing everything you want it want to do. Yeah. Definitely. You know. So I don't even know how I start talking about that, but whatever. No, no. Yeah. We were talking. So we were talking about
0: Sal and you being different personalities and. And it's just, it, it works, you know. And when you're being filmed, like Jess was doing, yeah. you could see that give and take where... He loves riling me up. He loves oh, getting But, me. you know, what's so funny <laughs> is you knew exactly when to <laughs> s- just let him go so that it didn't become... So, oh, yeah. so it stayed fun. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Because, because
0: if you if you had picked that point where you're like, eh, enough's enough.
1: Yeah. You know, In stop. In day, you know, I was a little more Like that. Now I kind of just just passive. uh, Yeah, Yeah. a little more passive, so I don't say as much, and I just right. You know, and you know we loved clowning each other because we knew each other so good, we could get each other so good. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: that's totally true. All right, I'm gonna throw in some like rapid more rapid fire. All right, let's go. This came out of a Danny Bailey interview. Something I remember from Danny's interview, and. um he was telling the story about Megalodon. So I think it comes up twice in these questions, but I wanted to ask you if you remember telling Stimmel, who I, I really hope I see Brian tomorrow because he'll be
1: there. Oh, thank he God. He lives
0: right by Genicor. Oh, thank God. Yep, he'll be there because I thought I saw him at the higher thing. He was there. Yep. And, well, I realized after I left him, like that wasn't actually it was days after because I saw him in the video. I'm like, son of a gun. Yeah because him and I were probably the only two from the East Coast that would even enter those jumping contests oh, yeah. at he the Grands skills. and at Columbus. And we were like, you know, back to Delfino, you know, we were the B team of the jumping contest people. <laughs> so him and I would both make the finals. And he would be doing threes and stuff, and I'd be doing all my can-can crap, hoping, to, hoping that, like, got me in there and... <laughs> But anyway, that's how I really got to know him, not really well, but he was always so good
1: to me. He was yeah, such a nice guy. A, I love that and, guy, man. He's one of my good friends. We don't get to yeah. see each other much, but he's one of those guys where we see each other. It's yeah. like, you know, we see each other every day. Mm-hmm. He'd never hold it against me if I didn't call him for six months, yeah. you know what I mean? He's just a good guy and he's busy yeah. with his family and he lives like 40 minutes from here. Right. so. But he's just talked this week. He's coming down to ride Posh, you know, and he's been Mm -hmm. riding a little bit with us. Mm -hmm. And uh, skills, that guy. Crazy money. Skills. He was skills. Yeah. Very good rider and racer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was a little younger than me, but it almost was calming for me to do a contest with him in it because this was like. Like NBL, ABA was already on top of it a couple of years before. But for the NBL to be doing jumping contests, were that was that was like whoa, you know. And I didn't, man. If you had to ask the the Joe now versus the Joe then, now I would say, no, well, I'm not doing that. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. These people are crazy. But we were doing it off of like the first jump yeah, at, yeah, at Louisville. Exactly. Yeah. With the worst lip possible. So I still owe him a copy of that. He asked me... Or I offered to make him a copy of, of that contest. Because oh, it was hilarious. It was... John Paul Rogers and Chris Muller were in the tower. And... Him and I clearly were not Fuzzy Hall and... None of us were. Whoever was, like, really winning. It, it, we just happened to be in there for the show. You know? And so we, we almost had to crash just to be part of the show (laughs) and leonard foster
1: oh leonard foster frame standard
0: frame standard lander everybody yeah
1: you know what i did
0: like real tricks but he beat me because he had the crowd mesmerized oh he
1: did i'll never forget forget that yeah that was that was oh my god it was so funny (laughs)
0: oh that was that was a good one but i can't wait to see brian tomorrow and by the way, tomorrow I'm talking about as in uh T R A BMX event at Genoc's Mike Jennacors uh which I, I can't wait for. It that's gonna
1: be awesome. That's I, some that's some BMX racing there, man. Oh hell yeah. And and I yes. missed the first one, but uh it's on a little bit of uh it's not so much a one dimensional track, like you kinda see this these oh gosh, day and age where they're on this yeah. the same height everywhere like yeah to a measurement yeah nothing yeah, yeah, drops yeah. down nothing goes up everything's yeah. kind of in a line and right i'm not trying to take away but right the action tomorrow is going to be it's what, where i pictured the first bmx track i ever went to before no. i raced it. It was a downhill track i didn't no. ever raced it my dad just took me and then in the 80s they had that canada World Championships on that downhill track. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, That's where I thought BMX was going to head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Huge 20, 30 years start. later, it's this NASCAR berms with no passing. Yeah. Very, very little passing. Right. And everything's the same height. And you're hardly. But there's really, a million jumps on the track, yeah. and I don't want to take away from racing. No, nope. no. Nope. But, man, I'm like, we <laughs> had it in the 80s. We were heading in the right direction. Right. Why isn't there any bomb drops or... Bowl jumps, sir, yeah. drop-offs, sir, off-cambers. Why is everything the it's, same height? It's, <laughs> it,
0: it's definitely evolution. I mean, it's... I, you know what? I've I kind of let that go and say, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, as long yeah, as BMX doesn't yeah. die... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, whatever uh, form it's in, I'm fine with it.
1: I, I see the tracks and they they still look right because there's a million jumps mm, and right. big paved corners, which I not a, a lot of people are. I was a fan of paved right. corners because yeah. I was never the fastest down the first straight. Sometimes with a good gate, I would be, but see, I always carved. needed to pass people. So if it was yeah. a paved corner, I could really yeah. like do some high lows compared to dirt or you know, I'd crash half the time or whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. We're back, so we were talking about tracks, and I was just going to tell you that you were you were talking about liking paved turns uh because you could you weren't as fast right, but you could carve a turn
1: I needed I had good gates because I had a gate my whole life, but I wasn't strong, so a lot of the guys would get ahead of me from after the gate to the first corner Gibby graner. <laughs> Oh my goodness! The names right there. Yeah. I needed the jumps and the corners to pass people. Now, I love dirt turns too, but man, there was the paved corners I would get psyched on because I could get the extra carve and, and pass a little more people without crashing. And uh, so, corners and jumps were my friend. Uh, yeah. The strength was not. That's that First was always rate. my weakest. You know, but I had a good gait a lot of times, so I could sometimes i did rip the first straight but for the most Mm -hmm. part you know the 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 best guys were beating me down the first straight if i had any chance of beating them it was through a corner or on the straightaways Mm -hmm. with the jumps yeah you know so uh yeah so i've always been a fan of Uh corners i wasn't always great at them i I had to practice them just like jumps and uh going back to california riding eric carter's backyard learned me some stuff (laughs) i I could carve right, I could not carve left and I worked very hard in his backyard carving left uh-huh. and became a better rider through that. That's for sure. And that mm-hmm. watching him ride I because I was always a fan of him, one of my favorite riders. Yeah. Watching him ride I realized what you can do in corners and mm-hmm. that uh you can make up a lot of time <laughs> in corners. So uh yeah berms are fun man that's why i built qualmentia posh because uh we didn't really have any berms down there and i missed them i missed them at the trails yeah i loved them at the races i wanted some berms at the trails and berms are funny they're just like jumps you don't leave the ground but some might be good right away but not everybody can carve a turn but you can learn if you practice and the more you practice the better you get at it and it's an obstacle that your wheels don't even leave the ground on Mm -hmm. but man it's a me i love berms it's yeah. you know it's a big part of bmx for me uh the straight stuff's cool but and those are some twists and turns you know nothing beats that well they're they're coming
0: around i mean at, oh at, with trails I mean, these days especially yeah, yeah. you know they're and,
1: throwing them in rollers too Nothing mm-hmm. to cut you off but rollers and berms that's that's a great part of trails it, it's natural yeah. part of trails i i feel mm-hmm. you know there there are some
0: good ones out there and I think I, I this is more of a question for you I I think they're coming uh, back because they've become part of these pump tracks that we're trying to include in trails and berms are like a fundamental thing and yeah. to keep the pump track running yeah. fast you have to put a good turn in there
1: right I
0: think well, right. Yeah, well, it's it's right right path most there
1: most pump tracks a lot, a lot not all of them but a lot of them finish where they start yeah. well to do that yeah. you need turns yeah you know and you're not going to make them flat bmx so you got to throw all berms right. in there and yeah. then that kids learn how to carve it and you know now they're throwing a roller before the berm after the berm just to keep your pump going yeah. and you're right i never thought about that but that's you see pump tracks you see a lot of berms mm-hmm. trails not always you know some of them have hips and you know whatever or shark fins or something Shark fins you know but as far as like Straight up berms, you do see them a lot on pump tracks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which I'm a fan
0: of. <laughs> me, me too. And we're seeing more of it. We we have a we have a nice big great 180 uh, turn at the trails I go to in New York, uh, and it's just man, when that thing's running smooth, there's nothing better. There's it not good. a better feeling. Yeah, you smooth. come out of that turn, that next jump is you overclear it when the berm's perfect. It's it's just so much fun anyway I, and i think it's an art to build one it oh, really yeah. is Yeah,
1: I, it took me a long time to learn that if they're too mellow they're just going to break apart on you so i just started carving them out and make them steeper and steeper and realizing the steeper they are that your tire pressure mm. is going you know into the berm and not break not like forcing pressure up to break it apart yeah so, uh, it took me a while in quality. They all used to be a lot mellower and would break up on me and I st- yeah. kept making them steeper and steeper and they held together better and mm-hmm. and you realize, oh, this is how they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? where to go, I'm going to go to some days, um, Caddy and Posh as, as well, maybe not everyone knows. We should bring this up real quick. Caddy and Posh are under the same insurance umbrella. Yeah. Uh, they're how many miles apart? 10? If that. if that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Close. Um wish they're in the same woods yeah I don't get to see the guys that much because of it because they're doing their thing we're doing our thing yeah. and, and caddy guys help us out so much mm-hmm. it's, especially the last couple of years we really appreciate that but yeah it's amazing to have two sets of trails of that scale in mm-hmm. the same town yeah and you know we have one bank account all, right. all the money we make goes into one bank account for both sets of trails mm-hmm. and uh it's a great seem to be a part of I just wish they were both in the same woods so we yeah. could all hang with each other all the time yeah exactly yeah. Uh, but I I can only he, imagine I'm not going to complain the, <laughs> no no uh,
0: what I was going to say is they've got um, they've become really it, you guys have, have both both sets of trails have become really really uh, innovative because I think this year is when uh Chris and Schwanz and all them at, at Caddy had, and it may have been at Ear Trail, so I apologize if I'm wrong, but I think it was like a almost like a teaching session. You're having a teaching day on how to build that, specific yeah. things. That, and mark my words, everyone, I want to learn how to build a a proper landing or proper takeoff for today's standards. And you may as well throw berms in there because they are as we were talking they're about challenging. To they're get tough. Them laid out right. Yeah. So you I'd like know. to. I'd like to participate more of those and just really get it because they they, they suck when they come out wrong yeah. when they're wrong yeah. Yeah. and
1: they just yeah. they're definitely no good. So uh, yeah, I was I was psyched to caddy to to that. I could be wrong, but I believe that was Janice's brainchild. He is so proactive mm-hmm. when it comes to thinking of the future of our scene and what we could do for the kids and what we could do, you know, for the jams. And he's constantly putting thought into it, and I, I really. Appreciate that, because you got a few guys like that together, man. You can do a lot. Oh, definitely. You know, so and then yeah. teaching. Not everybody knows. A lot of guys are timid. They don't want to work on something because it's. Yeah, they don't want to mess it up. My thought is just dirt. You mm-hmm. mess it up, we'll fix it, or we'll teach you how to yeah. fix it. But I would love to teach kids how to build and, of uh, mm-hmm. course, how to ride. And you know, I, I want to yeah. move towards some more of that at Posh because uh, that's the future of the sport. Mm-hmm you know, and sure. people, some might be embarrassed to say they don't really know how to do it, but, you know, I've been building 30-some years, and I'm still learning new techniques. And like, caddy guys teach me new techniques. Like, it's never too late to learn, and, you know, it's I just did some stuff this spring for the first time, that I had to pack mm-hmm. some stuff, you know, and it's, it's you know, coming up with your own techniques or learning and, and adding a new technique in is yeah. it's a lot of fun because... Uh, it is an art, building to jump. You know, it's not rocket science. You know, anybody, anybody can do it if you you put your time into it and and really think about it and mm-hmm. want to learn how to do it. You know, but uh, and it, there's, uh, and there's getting soil. it right can be a challenge. Yeah. You know? So, and, and the the right soil is a big
0: part of it too. So, and and I'm pretty sure you guys have slightly different soils
1: at each oh, yeah, place, yeah, like yeah, Caddy and, yeah, and Posh. I mean, all there's so clay. much to it. We use a lot more black dirt at posh than yeah. the caddy guys, and they, they're, they're against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, this, I was For one of the days I was there this year, I saw a, a lip there with a, with a essentially brown dirt, we call it black dirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. black dirt patch, and I was like, ooh, that must have been out of town there. <laughs> you know? but, oh, um, man, not... I'm all about the clay in the spring, but after, <laughs> after spring, it's like, uh, and especially if I'm trying to soak something up, I'll never use clay. I, yeah I always throw brown uh the black dirt you know to soak up puddles or to butter grooves, and I've had black dirt groove up last a whole season you really know, it's, oh yeah, it's like mixed I'm in a, with your not mixed in with clay just like a little layer of it and it just you hit uh... and you groove it in right it it could last a long time Uh-oh. i don't, i'll use so I'll use anything you know I mean right you look at the picture of Groundchuck back in the day throwing that one hand at flatty and look how mm-hmm. rough the jumps were and they were dialed yeah. back then nowadays everything's yeah. so i appreciate it mm-hmm. but it don't need to be all that because look how rad ground chuck was in that picture yeah how high he was and how crappy the jumps looked to today's standard yeah he didn't need the perfect jump and no. we don't we just earn grain now that and it's visually it's pretty It's it's art so i understand people getting into that aspect of it yeah but as as, as far as for me I I want to ride you know as much as I can and you know I'm uh, I think you know, I'll use a clay I love the clay but mm-hmm. I'll use a lot I'll use the black dirt too you know I'm, I'm not a, not prejudiced <laughs> <laughs> at right. all a posh oh you know a lot of guys stop in the middle of a session to mm-hmm. fix something this or that and, and I do appreciate it but that yeah that's not how I roll. I. That's so funny. If that's something good, ground if check. There's a hole to in them. the landing. I'ma keep on jumping. You know, like the lip gets messed up. Uh, I was jumping in the middle of the other day. I, I should have passed it, but uh-huh. I'm like, I'm jumping it fine. I don't feel it. I'm not stopping to fix this. I'm gonna keep on riding, and you know. He's but then eventually I'll fix. It. I won't let anything dangerous no. go down. No. no you know. No. Of course but not. It's BMX, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, 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 we used to have well, the hobbies. We don't, we don't anymore, you know, but basically it's it I've got one BMX in of... the BMX, you know? Like, let's ride this, you know? We don't have to keep everything perfect, but things start getting beat up, and mm-hmm. then it's more work. So, so I understand it. Yeah, yeah. But for me personally... I love seeing somebody blow up a landing and keep riding and the dirt falling down and the session keep rolling on. That's being yeah. next to me. Oh, totally. You know, like, it's... it's almost like motocross. Yeah. It's you like you just... So, that's... But, you know, it's... I'm not always the one patching it, so, you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying all this, but I am a uh, lot of times, too, you know? But, yeah, it's just... Yeah. If it's not messing me up, I'm not patching it till after the session's over. Uh, you know?
0: I am uh, not knowing... I'm surprised that you said that because I just assumed again, it's an awful thing to do, but you assume that okay, these trails are like these trails, which are like these trails, and they all have to have everything perfect, or we're not riding that line. I'm happy to hear you saying, Let's just finish the session and then we'll fix it. You know, it would no, just, then
1: we'll water it. But I always appreciate when guys stop mid session yeah. and water. I I I wouldn't do that unless stuff's really but it's different. The Caddy Crew, their stuff can get really dry because mm-hmm. they're up on a hill. But oh, we're yeah. down in the valley. Yeah. We stay a little wetter, right? So I, I can't compare it to what they do because mm. they don't water their stuff. Or I mean, I mean we water it posh, but we could let it go a little further than I think they can. Yeah. you got a lot um, of runoff there. So sure. uh, it's just we, you know, stay a little more moist into the fall where they can really dry out and start to break up and then yeah. you got to fix it right i'm just talking about you know something that doesn't look good yeah i don't care about looks i do a little bit right but right. you know not enough for me to stop in the middle session to patch something well, i was riding right yeah. over that run right over that hole the other day on middle it wasn't a hole but you know it right. should have been patched and i was like right I well, only we got an, uh, a couple laps left i'm not stopping <laughs> yeah
0: that oh, that's that's and that's where that's what it's come to. Before it was because we just didn't know. Right. And then things evolved. Now it's okay. I get it. My wife and kid are waiting at home. I can only get so many laps in. I got to get back. I'll fix that. I'll tomorrow. fix it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I think that would work a hundred percent of the time if people were open to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's,
1: and, but everybody's different, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it's different. I mean, a different point in my riding, and like mm-hmm. I feel like I guess you could say my back's against the wall I only have so much time left yeah. I want to ride and that's what's been so tough with Posh three months of a rebuild yeah. so much time off of the bike to it's ride a for how many months to, and then you have a rain, two rainy years in a row mm-hmm. it's like it, it can be tough mentally and I've been in dark places mm-hmm. of, with thoughts I never thought I would have and just wanting it to be done or over with Mm-hmm. But it the end of the year it was always worth it. Always worth it and always got a smile have a smile mm-hmm. on my face. But it can be tough, man, with the, the re it takes us three months without yeah. touching our bike to rebuild and nobody's there in March. Nobody. So you're just it's yeah. a daunting task. And then it rains the whole season and you barely get the ride. Yeah. And then, you know, my time is a little bit it's limited now with the family right so it's like back in the day oh it's gonna rain monday i'll ride tuesday i don't have that option you know if my wife has work you know that's that if she Mm -hmm. doesn't i have an opportunity to go to the jumps well if it's raining i'm not going the next day like it's i I get my time slots so it's uh you know i just want to i want to ride man i don't want to do all this work it's it's... breaking me down my body is a wreck and it hurts it hurts what i'm doing but i love it so much yeah you know so that's probably why i won't keep everything perfect because i just want to ride you know and you know digging's a huge part of it but at this point where i'm at i want to get my laps in you know And i I do get enjoyment out of building if you told me I didn't have to build ever again, I would not cry. I mm-hmm. would go ride. <laughs> but right. it's it's one of those where, you know, you got to build to to have the jumps and you got to keep them smooth to have them work right and be safe. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, you know, I'm not a I'm not a I guess you could say a, a perfectionist, as it's- as most.
0: Yeah, I mean, you
1: you are in a tough spot there because you're, you're very well
0: shaded, which is a good thing because right. jumps don't dry out as much. But you're also at the bottom of the hill. It's
1: almost like you're in
0: the, the
1: bottom of a valley. Well, what it is is Posh is an actual engineered drainage ravine for a neighborhood. Oh, so okay. all the water from the neighborhood comes yep. through the center of Posh. Okay. In the 90s when it didn't rain like it did now, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter as much so the end of the trails we don't have we didn't for years have any drainage out Mm -hmm. so now we have a couple four inch pipes that drain the bottom so the top of the trails runs like a river Right. the bottom puddles up like lakes Right. and it can do a lot of damage I've seen that place flooded in pictures that you've posted and it's crazy it does that way more every big storm it does that I just Mm -hmm. don't put the pictures up I just, once yeah. in a while, I'll put those pictures up. But it does that every big storm. Yeah, but yeah. Our drain pipes get it out in about an hour, and we're riding the next day. Oh,
0: so you're at the peak of it. The drains aren't clogged. You're just at the peak of it, it when it you just took can't the picture. Handle it.
1: The river runs down to the bottom where it's all the jumps together. But it and is. And it just builds up, and then it slowly drains out. I got and it, it doesn't mess the flats up at all. Where we do get messed up is where it runs like a river. Mm. Where it crosses chillers and the butcher flat and the moto pit. Yeah. Uh, that's why we started mixing concrete with our dirt on those flat bottoms because it just, the butcher pit a couple of years ago, every time it rained was five wheelbarrows and all the dirt was in the drainage. So I'd get five wheelbarrows, wheel it back up, put it up. I'm like, I'm just over this. So started mixing mm-hmm. concrete with the dirt. And uh, we weren't first, but you know, it, mm-hmm. it helped us immensely. Us being in a valley, it, it helps because days where it's windy, the wind doesn't come down yeah, in there. You yeah. see the treetops windy, but yeah. we can ride. Yeah. So it, it helps us. But that's the one thing with us being in a drainage ravine is that, well, these storms the last couple of years have been very intense. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of them. And it did not used to be like this. No. So that's what's really, it's 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 been roughing us up. You know, this mm-hmm. year Coleman put so much work in the drainage and, and other guys. Mm-hmm. But it's that's the, you know, there's no glory in that. Yeah. But it's got to be done, and it's mm-hmm. very important, especially a posh. Mm-hmm. If we lose some of our drainage, the, the water could build up and, and mow the jumps over. It's happened. I got pictures yeah. I don't even like to look at from back in the day.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You know that we lost complete jumps, and yeah. uh, so it's one of those where yeah, we're we built in a drainage ravine, but it's it's worked out for 25 years, and yeah. uh it's it's not a massive one that constantly runs. It's just right. when it rains. It's not like a river or anything. But uh, that's our biggest battle: battling, yeah. battling these storms. You know, with you know four guys, mm-hmm. and usually it's two of us there at a time. Yeah, because you know, we all have families and right. and you know all older. Not all of us have families, but we're all right. older. We have full time jobs and sure. You know, it's like oh, this run just got completely trashed by the mm-hmm. rain, but we have three good ones up on the hillside. Right. let's ride these three good ones and we'll fix that one down there when we get the chance yeah. or else we'll, we'll just constantly be fixing jumps mm-hmm. but that's where the caddy guys come in they come down they have, They got middle going for us this year they got moto going like the love that I feel from that and it puts like tears in my eyes how much like Janice and Schwantz will care about Posh because mm-hmm. we need them at times Yeah, Posh needs them or some of the runs wouldn't go Right. you know they came down and, and helped us so much for the 25 year jam and mm-hmm. it's because they care yeah and we needed the help. We we couldn't. Oh, the one pit was so bad I couldn't even look at it. It, mm-hmm. it looked like river rock and just boulders man. and moto oh, like was not going to go this year. But they got it going, man. We get the four wheeler down there, the caddy four wheeler. We pack it in, mix a little mm-hmm. concrete, and yeah. you know, so it, it, it's a battle, but man, all trails are. You know, yeah. you don't need a river or a drainage. You know, Mm -hmm. flow coming through your trails to have a battle. Every trail's Mm -hmm. battles. Yeah. You know, it's just it's dirt, man. It's it's not concrete, so it's gonna break up. It's gonna take work, but for the love of it, when you got the passion, you you can't. No matter how much you hate it, you know, like you just do it. Like this tarp game. The last couple years has been insane. I have to tarp, untarp, and tarp for every. Like to get a session these this day and age. at Posh and Caddy is an extreme amount of work. And that's after the three months of rebuilding mm-hmm. without riding. And, and then when it's finally time to ride, the forecast is so shady. The last couple of years, we are untarping and tarping every session, man. It, it's uh, killing my back. It's, it, yeah. it's, you start to hate the tarps, but then you think we could not do this without the tarps. Right. And we used to, I don't know how, I don't know how those, yeah. I guess the rains just weren't as bad. But this oh. day and age, the carpet save us through winter, yeah. and the tarps save us through the rain, and that's the only way Posh and Caddy can go with such small crews. Yeah, right. You know? So, thank goodness for all all that uh, technology. We've got yeah, right, on, right,
0: now. right. <laughs> and I think I was uh, alluding to this before, but uh, from the from the Danny Bailey interview. When he was coming out here, and I believe it was in the era of the Megalodon, which he did 100 laps yeah, on. Was impressive. You know, a couple thousand people heard his podcast, so they, they know. But for the couple thousand or more that haven't, I shouldn't have you go th- through the whole thing. But, but the Megalodon was done, it was 100 laps, and he, he did it twice, right? Two different yes. days, yep. or two and different months, a... we'll
1: say. Megalodon is an ex- was an extension on Quali. Quali mm-hmm. is a line I built... It's so my baby down there. It's a, uh-huh. basically a single track through the woods with berms. And it's a 30-second run. Well, I built an extension, which was two straightaways, which mm-hmm. added uh, almost over 10 seconds. So I ended up being a 40-second run, which is a pretty yeah. long That's trail run. And Wally's downhill and speedy, uh-huh. part of it was uphill. So you had a pump, and it was a workout. You had to be in shape and on your game to do 100 yeah. laps. Is an extreme feat. And the one, I'll never yeah. forget it. The first time he did it, in the middle, he's like, he prepped for this. He's ready. Yeah. In the middle of doing his 100 laps, he, boom, his tire blows and everybody's oh, like, oh no. no. We all got together. We called the bike shop. You got a 2 for him. We raced him over to the bike shop. We got his tire all fixed up. We got him back down to the jumps, back going on. He finished it out. Oh man, but I'll never forget that. His tire blew all <laughs> no because we needed every bit of daylight well he needed every bit of daylight right, like his right. pit crew to, yeah. to do that feat and it was an amazing feat man it was th- those uh, were my those were the great years down i mean I, we all were great but sure, when sure. sales and gilly crossed the same times with Drew and D.B., I love those years, man. Yeah. You know? I love the like... early years with Big Stuff and Yeah, yeah. Mock right. and Mark. I loved all the years. Right. But right. with 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 Gilly and Sales and Drew and D B, yeah, those were the, those were great years, man. Yeah, I really yeah. missed those years. I mean, all, yeah. all the years, like I said, were great, but I missed those years. Those those were great guys to ride with. We laughed, we had and we played the oldies uh, even oldies even goes way back yeah. always playing the oldies down there and uh-huh. that, that was good yeah Dan, db that that feat was amazing and you know megalodon's not there anymore it turned it into the pump track uh-huh. but uh that was fun and he, we figured out i think drew and i somehow maybe it was just Drew. we figured out how long he was in the air Mm-hmm how we figured all out all these stats to that day you well, know Damian how much the, the walk up took like yeah, how yeah, much she yeah. had a rest in between we like did all this yeah, math. Yeah. it was yeah. that, that was fun and he saved the pages of you know he would mark it down one and he i have saved, pictures of them yeah yeah okay, pictures of the yeah. pages yep he so said. he left it on the one chiller's lip and we'd mark it every time yeah, time. yeah that, that was cool man dv D, D was great to ride with because he kind of is my style mm-hmm. like this day and age, I'm not about being the best or getting the raddest. But what mm-hmm. I am about is riding more than anybody.
2: Right. When
1: well, that day I'm down there, my time to ride, I want to do the most. I don't purposely try, but right, I'm right, there right. to ride and crank out laps. Mm-hmm. I'm a lap counter. Yeah. I count my laps. Not every session. Sure. But you would be surprised. You ride your your butt off. And you think you did like 50, 60 laps. Yeah. You really counted and you did like 25. Yeah. I'm telling yep. you, it's way off from what you think. When I started counting, I was like, whoa, this is way off right. from what I thought. So, you know, I I start with a line, I'll hit it three times. Then I'll uh-huh. go to the next line, I'll hit it three times. do yep. things three times. I yep. mess up on a third one, sometimes a fourth. Uh-huh. But it's fun because I try to get a perfect lap in one of those, and if right. the first two weren't perfect, I put pressure on for the third lap. I got it nail perfect, and if I don't, God. I just move on to the next line. And oh, that sounds you know, familiar. So, yeah, so I got a little bit of DB in me, you know. I'm 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 about uh, I'm about quality, but right. I'm about quantity. I wanna, I'm, if anything, I want to be, I want to, you know, I want to ride the most. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so
0: he's accomplishing that on a road bike, that's for sure. <laughs> Man, I totally understand the perfect lap because if you have a crappy lap, you don't even want to count it, you just want to forget about it. Yeah, like, you want right. to go back up and I'm like, I got to go again so I can forget about that one, but right. I'm not going to call this one the last one because right. if I call it the last one, then you yeah, know, I'm gonna get hurt the next one. So, it's
1: one superstition I never fell into, and I'm a superstitious guy, and I'll say that that's one I never let myself really just said it the end, My last, next, last I- one, the next one. It doesn't freak me out or anything, but, really? uh, you know, Good other stuff, and, you. In, in, you know, I used to not re- leave a room if it said 413, <laughs> oh, 13, and I got over that superstition, too, which is a whole other story about traveling to Vietnam, but anyway, oh, uh, uh, oh,
0: you know what, that's going to be in the, in, in uh, part two, whenever we do it, we should definitely do it, but uh, I'm pretty certain you went to Africa also, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's, yeah. we'll save that, Polly. Uh, Paulie Parrott, Yeah, uh, He had a great time in Africa. Sivacek, I think is, is how you say his last name? Yeah. He, he, he went for he, like a week some... or two
1: and stayed like a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> like three months until they kicked him out, I think. Awesome, was awesome. I mean, he, I've been all over the world. I love yeah. everywhere I've been. But Southeast Asia and Africa, yeah. like, they, they stole my heart, man. And Africa, yeah. just I cannot wait to get back. No, I'll get back. Oh, we got. We got to talk again about that one because I
0: know, I know from interviewing him. Like I said, that's a really involved topic and it's really important. In fact, I'm gonna circle I'll, I'll it so do a I don't
1: whole forget. Podcast on travel. I'll do a whole podcast oh, on music, man. I mean, I mean oh, I know all that stuff.
0: That's yeah. Hilarious. There's and there's there's plenty of people that love to hear. It's a Chris Moeller wants to know. Ah, uh, nice. so, yeah, so Chris moler I, I wish the guy would stop bugging me. He's always calling me and emailing me. And <laughs> it's like listen, man, I, I don't have a lot of time for this. I have a full time job. But anyway, he wanted me to ask you. Uh, first he said the podcast should be a really good one. And then he said, I'm always interested in how spots get started. So maybe you could choose let's say Posh
1: Two how did posh two get started well posh two posh one half of it got plowed so we left the woods because we just didn't want to be in those woods anymore and i think my mock six picked picked the woods where we're gonna have it and i think he knew about the woods because they're behind our good buddy jeffy jeffy's house
0: the
1: spot now is behind his house? Yeah, my, well, now his brother lives there. He grew up in the house. His parents lived there, but now his oh, brother, God. Jeffy's brother lives there, so Jeffy's still hanging there a lot, but uh, mm-hmm. it's behind his house, and it's a perfect piece of land, but what's crazy is, I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm almost 100% sure, Mock wasn't looking for downhill, mm-hmm. he wasn't looking for a water source, and he wasn't looking for trails that rode away from the setting sun. Which all three we lucked out with down there. <laughs> so you know. they went down, and him and Jenicor dug together the first day down there because Jenicor owed Mock digging time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, you just you, you look around for woods first because Marky mm. and I, I came back from Cali when I moved back, and my buddy Marky Hall, who built first Poshma Mock, was spending a lot of time in Cali. We came back, we're going to build trails together. So we started looking in different woods. You check the dirt, you feel out the location, you know, like, and I remember looking for sales trails too for that. Like it was Mm -hmm. off a bike path and we're like down there. Of course it's all woods. You can't totally picture. You got to cut out the bushes and we Mm -hmm. try to transplant and not do as much damage as we we, we can, especially Mm -hmm. as we got older. But you know, nowadays it's, it's different. You, Uh You look, you want downhill trails. Well, most people do. So right. you look for downhill. You look for something that's not going to get plowed in a week. Yeah. You want something close to a water source, and, and you don't want to be riding into the setting sun. In the woods isn't as bad, but if, it's, yeah. if that could mess with you. Like Eastside, yeah. killer trails. I haven't been down there since they turned into the real deal, what they are now. Man, it looks impressive. Yeah. But a part of their trails, you, you couldn't ride for an hour or two uh. because of the sun. You'd take a little break, yeah. and it would set, and then you would get... Which is no biggie, but, you know, it's like, so now, like, when you go out looking for land, I think people carry a lot more of criteria with them of what they're looking for Mm -hmm. to where we lucked out with Posh, too, you know? So Marky and I started going to build with Mock because we gave up. We tried other places, and we were like, ah, we're just going to build with Mock. Right. Mock didn't like what we were building, so we left. No, we're all friends. Everything was good. Yeah. Mock's just a loner like that and mm-hmm. has no problem building on his own doesn't complain mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. he went back deeper into the woods of where Posh 1 was right uh, which was owned by Mr. Posh and he let us he knew we were there for years he let us be there I dug mm. it Posh 1 even before Posh 1 was there because I was friend with Mr. Posh's grandkid uh and we raced together and we built jumps back there. So mm-hmm. I was even in Posh One's woods back when I was, before I was even a teenager building. And uh, so Mock went back to Posh One and then he left me and Marky at Posh Two and we were building all these crazy long lows that nobody liked and we were really mm-hmm. into motocross. So we were trying to emulate motocross and we had all this different stuff. Sales couldn't stand it. A lot of guys couldn't stand it. and. But then sales started coming around more and mm-hmm. he started building and me and Marky had everything about two foot tall and he made everything six foot tall, him and Gilly and big stuff <laughs> and just turned it into what it is the modern yeah. posh too Uh hmm. And yeah, so that, that that's how trails get started. You know, I mean yeah. East Coast you don't always have the option to look for woods dependent, but you kinda always look for woods for the shade mm-hmm. and the privacy. Right. And, you know, nowadays you want the downhill, you want the water source, and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, different. uh, Good topography is where, you know, grade changes Mm -hmm. and drop off areas, which you can just build cool stuff with. You know, and sometimes you can go and look at a topography of a set of woods and be like, oh, you can start picturing Mm -hmm. the jumps. Yeah. And so, you know, so been so long it's been 25 years since i've had to look for land for jumps you uh-huh. know but it's you know we ended up with a good spot and lucked out with a lot of the criteria we ended up with and it's just one of those where now the guys know what they're looking for so you just really go and guys will test soil and do all kinds of stuff you know and make sure they they get the right spot but you know if you're not legal, There's, it's always a gamble, man. We weren't legal... For, I, every time I used to leave Posh, I'd look back. Because I didn't know yeah. if it was the last time I was going to see it. Now that we're legitimate, I don't look back at uh, all anymore. That's going to take out so much so pressure off there. of you. It does and it doesn't. Because trails I mean, went from being free... Yeah. ...to costing us thousands of dollars a year.
0: But yeah. you don't have
1: to keep spot searching. Right. So that, yes, it did... It, which, and I know yeah. I don't have to look anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, no. we didn't have a choice. Our choice was, when we got found out, which was through Hollywood, because of Transformers too, and that's a whole other story.
0: Do I have to go to <laughs> Cleveland to interview him to find out what the deal is? Because I, I know where he is. I located the dude. He's with Wild Bill. <laughs> with yeah, I got him. I got him. I'll do whatever you want me to do.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Uh... I didn't even forget where I was going with that. No, sorry. But
0: no, sorry. That was totally my fault. But, um, but yeah, it, it's the give and take. I mean, if you want oh, something yeah, yeah. that you don't have to it's, lose, it's, you have to pay for it because right, yeah. you it, can't have everything. You, know. you can't
1: have it. Well, I, 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 of course, I would. The choice was when we got found out was mm-hmm. either plow the trails mm-hmm. and it's over, or get insurance and have rules right well it was a no-brainer for us some of the people are still fighting with that we have rules but that was our choice lose right. the trails or have rules like no yeah. partying no drinking mm-hmm. none of that because the insurance does not want that down right. there and right it's obvious if you can't figure that out i can't help you out yeah you right, know right, it's right. we got rules now and it's it. i hate it i would rather yeah. not our, our old trails were. We used to have keg parties at, right. we used to party at Pasha at the beginning, but that's over now. We're we're yeah. grown up. We don't want to lose our spot. Mm-hmm. It costs us thousands. Not only does it cost us, it costs us money out of our own pocket mm-hmm. because I'm not taking money out of Pasha's or Lehigh Valley Bike Association's right, bank account right, right. to buy tools, to buy plastic. Mm-hmm. To you know to to buy whatever it's coming out of my own money you know like this yeah. jam we just had it it cost me money i don't mm-hmm. care i'm all about it i understand you, know, but, but you also i have it to, you know not that i have a lot but you know i got money yeah. to be able
0: to be like me it, you though know? you got a wife and family and and you yeah. have to balance those you can't use your family money to keep that
1: you yeah. know what i mean yeah you know yeah. so it's you know it's one of those where I love that we're legal, and I love that we're still there. But now it's it's a little different, and 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 now, it used to be all about rebuilding mm-hmm. and riding. Well, now it's all about our jams because it starts with the jams. Because mm-hmm. if we don't have money, we do not have trails. Right. So it starts with the jams. Mm-hmm. So they got a little more serious for us. Like they're for fun, mm-hmm. but for us it's to make money. We got to make money. Yeah. And we don't like to just straight up ask for donations. That's why we sell t-shirts. We always want to give somebody something for their money. You know, you want to give me $20 for the trails? Well, I want to give you a t-shirt. Yeah,
0: Brad, when I bought this shirt, Brad Jozar, he he was saying that exactly, and and I was like, man, I just want to give you money. (laughs) Like... Pick a shirt. Take some things
1: for us a little bit, and some people get upset and don't get it and mad that we have rules, but they don't. Mm. I don't think they understand the full details of everything. And if they had a choice of losing their spot or having a spot where they couldn't party, they probably, depending on how many jumps, choose this. Let's keep our spot. You know, we'll party at the bar or after. Right. You know, but some right. guys, like even this year, you know, like some guys get upset that you know we, we um, they think it's us what we want, right? Because we're the ones that have to vocalize right. it because the insurance company isn't down there yeah. telling them, oh, don't do this. It's it's Janice and I and some of the other guys, so we got a little bit of bad rep, like we're party yeah, I, killers I, or whatever. But I it's know. like, guys, man, we're grown up. We just want to ride our jumps and we want to keep them. You want to drink in the woods we're going to lose them. Their yeah. life's work. So yeah. it's in a perfect world, I'd have a keg down there for people. You know, music blasting, people yelling and screaming, but there was years where I had to tell people like, mm-hmm. "No, let's quiet your brakes. Let's don't swear at the top of your lungs cuz you just didn't pull a trick. We have <laughs> neighbors right there like yeah. it's going to yeah. piss somebody off and right. You piss somebody off, you know, even with us being legit, I always say it like this. like, Just because we're legit, we can't get crazy down here. It's like having a house party. You can own your house, but if you have a big party, the cops are showing up. Hey, you know
0: what? This probably plays into the question that, that uh, Caddy Woods has. Because okay. they sent one that said, tell us about hip... Hip and Hop, I may be getting oh, their names wrong, no, it's and any wrong. other crazy stories from Posh over the last twenty-five years involving neighbors or crazy townies.
1: Hey, Gonna to no, through. We'll go short. Hip and Hop so. were two brothers that they hipped and hopped when they walked. <laughs> One would be up and the other would be down, and they just walked. You gotta they be hip- kidding me! They hipped and hopped together <laughs> all over town, and they lived in the woods for the most part. And oh my God they hung with this dude puma and all these other crazy guys and they would be drinking and they would just this was first posh uh, uh, they would just yeah. show up and actually hip and hop showed up at posh too and our tarps were missing uh, it kind of a sad story with these guys are alcoholics yeah. and lived in the woods a lot and their brothers know, I, they I don't really that on anybody their brothers the one passed uh, and they were real tight so i feel bad for uh, I, yeah. I guess it would be hop that i see around town still <laughs> I'm hey, sorry, I don't mean to lie. Our, our tarps were sorry. disappearing, and then we found out, man, they were stealing uh, them and burning them in a fire and laying next to the fire to get all ripped up on, like on the smell I'm, of it. What? Yeah, getting high from it. Oh, so that was, God. yeah, that was posh too, and that was, you know, I I don't know how many years ago, 10 years, I could lose track of time. Yeah. But yeah, so we had, especially posh one woods people still live down in there so we we had some mm-hmm. crazies around there but yeah hip and hopper brothers and they're good dudes you know here and there things would get hectic but yeah that that was a quick little story on some of our, our, oh, our extended locals that didn't ride All right <laughs> Oh, thank you, Chris, for
0: that question. That was that was a good one. I'm going to run through a bunch of comments, and then we're going to go back to it. I'll couple... try to get quick
1: with my answers.
0: No, are you kidding me? I'm, I I know what I'm doing.
1: I'm, I'm making this
0: not intentionally, but I know what I'm doing. I'm making this long. I I truly believe people are going to love this this podcast because it's it's man, we covered a lot of really really interesting stuff. So, and and there's more because we got to do a part two. I Feel
1: like we have but we haven't there's we so ha- much but we'll we're, we're do a part two
0: yeah there's a lot of depth to these things and you can't i don't feel right breezing over topics that are that really have a lot to them so i'm just gonna uh quickly shout out dale holmes he's always been good we we're obviously in different uh disciplines of bmx he's Other, still racing in country yeah it, and areas for sure but he respects what I do, and I respect what he yeah, does. Yeah, I was and, so psyched when he started doing his podcast. Yeah, I've known
1: Dale for a long time,
0: early nineties, uh, and, yeah. and, and that's what he's that's what he's asking about, um, or making a comment about. But he's he's been really nice to really nice to me, and and, and uh, I always push his his podcast for sure. Um, but his is the High Low podcast, so. Uh, So he's just got a really good podcast and he talks about he talks he interviews people that i would never interview i just wouldn't it was well mostly because it's supposed to be an east coast podcast but you were talking about eric carter's backyard and he's had eric carter on two or three times you should definitely listen to those um but anyway dale just said my first ever trip to california in the early 90s jay showed me my first day the way to sheep hills so uh the comments, you don't necessarily have to answer on them. Um, and Brad Josar, he wants to know. He says, uh, Jason Friday, tell us your favorite dish from the Thai kitchen.
1: Pad crawl prowl. What is it called? Pad crawl prowl.
0: Pad crawl prowl. Is that <laughs> so, what I ate part of? Yeah, of has your meal has basil leaves in it and chili yeah.
1: peppers is like the kind of the main flavor. You, I do tofu, but you can pick whatever your meat. Good tofu uh, in there tonight, Yeah, or? yeah, has was tofu. Yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, you got me to eat tofu, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I've had Thai all over the world, and that is some of the best Thai I've ever, really? ever had in that restaurant. Yeah, it's very... Jenny and I have been going there since before Jazzy, uh-huh. every Friday. Really? We don't go Friday somehow. We we go to Thursday or Saturday. Yeah, so it's... We've been there a few oh, hundred man. times. <laughs> uh, Trills... Uh, sotoski is
0: so Satoshi, Trails Warrior for those on Instagram. Crazy POW house story and why did you quit racing? So this okay, is. Okay,
2: those,
1: are, uh, those man, are. I would love to answer both those. Now I don't. I don't need to, but this is. You want to wait? Of, no, no, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah all just, right. I with I POWs. I could write a book of crazy stories. Well, yeah. <laughs> and
0: and I know and there was a lot different. Of them I couldn't even. Right. say over the podcast yeah right.
1: I, I got i got a fun one
0: so all right well then we have to do part two <laughs> well, but we'll did. do part two on california yeah, yeah early days in telling and whatever yeah. else we work <laughs> by, what <we're laughs> right. ourselves talking about <laughs> right i'm assuming it's c strainin strainin i'm sorry c strainin i i meant to look you up before to get your name uh i'm going to read this real quick so first of all, I want to say thanks to both of you guys for doing this interview. I have no crew, but have been keeping my spot running for 10 years. Even though I have never been to pasture caddy, those places keep me motivated to keep digging. Jay has been a huge inspiration of mine over the years. I feel that we are very similar. We both, have, uh, we both are parents, tradesmen, riders, because you're a welder and he must be some kind of contractor as well. Uh, have spent of th- have spent thousands of hours building and keeping our spots rideable. There have been numerous times where I felt like saying fuck it and walking away. I have three questions for you. Number one, how many jumps have you built solo? And then, I, why don't we take one at a time so we can do them a little faster? That's a tough question because... Yeah.
1: There's been a lot of jumps. How many
0: jumps total at Posh?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I always say a hundred. I, I have no idea. But I know point- I thought point, someone counted and it was over a hundred. It was probably is. When Quali had Megalodon there was like mm-hmm. twenty seven jumps in that line. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of jumps for one line. Yeah. Definitely. But uh definitely. yeah, it's first off what he said at the beginning, I, I love hearing that about people just being inspired by what we do around mm-hmm. here and what I do and you know, that's that always makes me feel really good to hear that, because it's tough to stay inspired as a builder, especially when you're doing it on your own. You, you, you Obviously, besides your love for it within mm-hmm. those woods, you only have to look outside to inspiration, because you don't have the guys digging next to you, and it, right. it's hard. Like Satoski over there in Japan, I admire him so much, digging him by himself all the time, and just, he's you know, my age in his 40s, yeah. You know, and uh, he's younger than me. And he lets me know that—not <laughs> <laughs> by much, not by much. No. Uh, so, so that's great to hear. But as far as how many jumps I've built, I don't, I don't know. But I know that I built at Sales Trails One and Sales Trails Two. I mm-hmm. moved to California and I built at Sheep Hills and I built at Dover. Built some of the. Sal and I our first. I guess you would have to say our second day in California we went to Sheep Hills and built the POW jumps. It was just a set of quads, but it was a, one of the first things we did in California was uh-huh. go build jumps. Yeah. And they ran for years. Yeah. So it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> And, you know, built a bunch more there. And then, you know, I, I built at other trails along the way. And, mm-hmm. you know, so Qualamente, I built most of that myself. Mm-hmm. Sales didn't want People helping me at the beginning. Quali was kind of up on the hillside. Uh-huh. Uh, so it almost didn't count. Everybody, yeah. All the other jumps were down in the ravine, and that's where everybody needed to be working. So I did a lot of work on Quali myself, built a whole racetrack, did have some help. Kawali Brothers here and there would help me, and of course, other people. But then sales quality used to start where you come into the trails it was its own line it didn't now everything thanks to sales is genius engineering all the trails start at the same spot at posh didn't used to be like that all the runs I mean oh, okay you know we, the motos and six mm-hmm. used to start here quality started here sidewinder right. started here uh, he was a genius when it came to you know weaving a fabric of runs together and uh-huh he got them to all start at the same spot and he did me a big favor and he built the beginning of quali Uh into the s berm because not as many people hit quali because it the start of it was across the trails yeah it it didn't bother me so much i i was fine with it right but he built the entrance of quali which is the the beginning is still there now and it's it's awesome Mm -hmm. and those were actually jumps that ran the other way so he just figured out how to turn them around and make mm-hmm. them what they are and uh, so he built the beginning of Quali, and then I built the rest and I, I don't know how many jumps I built completely on my own but I can say I ba- almost built all of quality and if you count the first straight I did build sure. back then all Quali basically myself right. and it uh, was a lot of work I was in college and it took me about yeah. six years.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, once again, saving money on a gym membership. Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's it, man.
0: <laughs> uh, his second question, he's getting increasingly dip, more difficult. The answer, I believe. Uh, have you ever wanted to just walk away from Posh?
1: Yes, I wanted. Last couple of years, I've been wanting to walk away. Uh, not like. I almost said that wrong. I've had thoughts of wanting to walk away. Mm-hmm. because it's come so so much work and my body is beat up tendonitis, bat, and my elbows both elbows, bad back bad shoulder from packing big tall jumps with the shovel above my head I gotta do yoga to get through the season every morning I gotta ice my elbows to get through digging season, my hands fall asleep and I'm, I'm not complaining but it's become very hard for me to do what I got to do and it's painful Mm -hmm. and there's times where I want to walk away especially now with a family there's times where I'm like I I spend a good amount of time with my family and I I try to really have a balance Mm -hmm. but there's times where I I feel that I need to spend more time with my family and it's it's hard to balance because I don't want to do my family wrong. I, I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I spend a lot, a ton of time with them. I, I, this might be coming out wrong,
2: no, no, but it
1: makes me question spending so much time down there. Mm-hmm. Sure. And even though they don't ever complain, they, my family comes down there. They support it. hmm But there's times where it bothers me how much time I spend down there and how much I want to be down there to ride and yeah. you know so. And then last winter trail season did not end on a good note and I thought about leaving posh winter mm-hmm. very hard winter for me and I got to the point now I cannot think about the next season mm-hmm. I can only focus on this year because thinking about having to rebuild this trails next spring it's just too overwhelming for me mm-hmm. so I just compartmentalize my thoughts and I think about it one year at a time, and I just try not to think about the next year. Mm-hmm. So it gets tough, and it can get mentally tough and dark. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I do think about walking away, but I just don't know how to. I don't know how. Do you, it... Which I think about that, too. Like, how am I going to walk away? How would I do it? Right? Do I just got to move away? I don't Mm -hmm. think I could stay in this town and just... I just don't... I don't know. I don't... No, no, you're right. It gets... Right. Like, in my head, it's, it's... Those are hard thoughts.
0: That's a tough one because as much as you're doing it for somewhat yourself, you must remember all of these great things that have occurred at Posh that make it that much harder to walk away because you like a lot of us thrive on people being happy and because it makes you feel good yeah I so
1: that's the main reason i keep going yeah them, besides riding
0: that's what i'm kind of hearing yeah. is is the people you don't want to let people down and that and that is a huge weight and uh hey let's be obvious you 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 can't do it forever. No, no I, can't. I know that gotta pick it up. I know in that and it, hearing the way that you have to get through this physically between yoga and icing and all that it's that tough. Is really it's tough. tough. I give you a huge I amount just, of credit.
1: It's I just spent a day in the ER three weeks ago. because mm-hmm. I didn't know it was my back, but my back went on me went in complete mm-hmm. spasm. I, I woke up and I could barely breathe and it was so painful but my back mm-hmm didn't hurt. So I didn't know it was my back. And, you know, I don't, didn't really tell anybody about that. Couple friends, you know, I don't post everything on Instagram. No, Uh, No. But I was hurting, you know, and it just, it takes a toll on me. My biggest thing with leaving Posh, and I don't want to, but my thing is, even with backing off, like, I'm worried if I leave, Posh is just done. And mm-hmm. that's what scares me because it's been there so long and there's so many people in the future that still will come and still wanna come. You know, yeah. and thank goodness for Brian Coleman who moved here from Chicago 10 years ago that put his heart and soul into Posh. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, people don't realize that Posh has been hanging on by a thread for the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, if Coleman would be done, I could not do it without him. Right. I don't want to say he couldn't do it without me. Mm-hmm. But if I would leave, like if he would be done or I would be done, Posh could be done. Right. Not that the other guys don't work hard. Right. But that's just the truth.
0: I'll keep this real quick. But my my instantly, as soon as you say that, I think... Because we all hear excuses every day and, 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 you know. Like not, I'm,
1: I'm not having I'm, time. I, yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> say are, they don't have the time. That's BS. One percent. Most people it's, I don't want to, should be saying, and I force myself mm-hmm. to say this. I don't want to take the time because mm-hmm. we all got the time. Get up earlier, yeah. go to bed later, yeah. run it tired. know right. you got one shot at life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. the time is there. It's how bad do you want it? Right. Exactly. So I don't even know why I started talking on that. No, I
0: I agree hundred percent, and and I, I I hope people hear that because there there are plenty of riders that that have not started families yet, and they are still pretty, pretty much free, to travel and do what they want to do. And all right, but this is what I was really getting at. If you think that's tough, I'm not saying I'm I'm not putting myself in with any of you guys with this. I'm. Just telling you what I witnessed when I hear stories about Danny and Jew, the, the hikes, you know the amount of distance they would travel, and these are only because oh, yeah. of, they're the two I know about. Oh,
2: yeah, these yeah. guys
0: don't live remotely, oh, no. not even close to here. Yeah.
1: It's going to rain. I'm taking this down. He would come up to build right. from Philly, DB from Long Island, mm-hmm. completely dedicated, yeah. doing more work than guys in town. And, and you know what? Let's just leave it at that. Because
0: this is the truth. Ca- case closed, right there, done.
1: This summer's been nice because Jenny hasn't been working. But in the previous, mm-hmm. last year was very rough for me because mm-hmm. she worked almost every weekend. So I had to ride 7.30 in the morning to 9.30 or dig. And I was doing it every weekend. Oh, to I get wondered, back home in time. Yeah, for her to, to go, go to work. work so I yeah, could be yeah. with Jazzy all day. Yeah. Uh, so I had to change things up and I had to, Mm -hmm. it was you know i was just tired i'm still tired i'm tired all the time you know Mm -hmm. but i just pushed through Mm -hmm. and you know so i'd get a half hour yeah most guys would sit on the couch i'd race down to the trails and do a little something i thought thought a a half hour wasn't worth anything i thought that was a waste of time so much you can like you can do and like if you're like just from cleaning up trash to Mm -hmm. I, i can do a lip in a half hour yeah. I was doing lips and smaller landings in a half hour, yeah. Yeah. and I was checking things off, and, mm-hmm. you know, so everything matters. And that's why, like, guys, like, I get I get bummed when guys, like, they don't realize, like, they don't, you don't have to come to the trails all the time, mm-hmm. like, to help us. Like, you just come a little bit, anytime. time. Right, right not looking for a contract no you know like guys think oh if I get involved in posh I have to dig constantly Mm -hmm. I got got a little theory with this and uh, it's digging and riding there's a direct correlation Mm -hmm. it's it's how I think about it if you ride once a week
2: Mm -hmm. and I'm
1: talking between riding season and digging season sure if you ride once a week in the summer Mm -hmm. dig once a week in the spring you ride three times a week in the summer, mm-hmm. dig three times in the spring. If you're riding all the time, dig all the time. It's a direct correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't expect you to dig every day if you can't ride every day. If mm-hmm. you can get down once a month, dig once a month. Yeah. But do that once a month. You know, like uh, make sure you get your digging and everybody has their mm-hmm. excuses in the spring. Everybody's busy in the spring. Well, guess what, man? we're all busy in the spring like right, it doesn't right. just apply to you right. you know we all got right. jobs we all got this and that you right. know so it's like that's yeah. how i look at it i dig mm-hmm. all the time cuz i ride all the time yeah and guys you know fear that oh if i go to they're just going to make me dig all the time or or whatever you know it's like no if you, you get down when you can every bit is appreciated but mm-hmm. if you're only digging once a month in the spring uh-huh. And you're riding every day in the summer. We're gonna have a little bit of yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah. right? You know, because right, right. that ain't cool. Yeah, you know, it's I, uh, I,
0: I I like this conversation. I really do because again, when you go from rake and ride
2: <laughs>
0: to when I got back into it and it was so, like not rake and ride anymore. This is like, like sculptures. Yeah, yeah
1: yep. It's, it, it's a big difference from then till now. Yeah.
0: So it's been a little bit for bar me has been to raised. learn. Which is all good because these places are so cool. Yeah, and you see pictures uh, and their art.
1: Like yeah, the guys in England and the, France, oh the, gosh, the stuff the they're Epson doing, and like, all those.
0: Wow, that's yeah, crazy, it's amazing. You answered the last question uh, from this from okay. this gentleman, which was, "Do you spend more time digging or riding?" Your your answer was perfect because it should be even amounts.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the last couple of years it's been more digging and maintenance mm-hmm. because but for of the me, weather. If I have to dig more than I, I get to ride, it's, it becomes almost not worth it mm-hmm. because I'm not in my 20s or 30s and I'm almost 50, heading towards 50. And it's like I got, I, Posh, when we started, we had eight guys and we were riding by April. Now we got four guys and we don't start riding till middle of June and yeah. it's become so much more and I, I, I just want to ride. Yeah. I mean I I, I I'll, I'll always do my part. Uh-huh. But I got into it for the riding. Right. And that's what I want to do. And as I'm getting older and my body's just hurting and I'm I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I just want to ride, man. I just yeah. just want to cut some laps. I don't want to have to do all this tarping and all this building and yeah. I do it because I love it. Right. And it's and and for you know the smiles that I see on other people's faces. Uh-huh. But it's each year it's getting harder and harder to to, to keep going but man, sure, man. I, I just i just keep at it you know yeah. like i say people ask how long you plan ride? I, I do not think that no. i think about this nope. year well i'm riding tomorrow no. or the next day i can't yeah. answer you if i'm going to be riding next year i mean i'll always be doing some type of riding but i cannot keep doing what i do at posh i cannot keep this up i'm, I'm physically down, it's yeah down
0: physically it's just, and
1: mentally at times it gets so mentally sure. I'm just like is all this worth it but you know mm-hmm. it is worth it or else mm-hmm. I would still be doing it and yeah. I do love it you mm-hmm. know but it, it's, it's getting harder and harder yeah I, but for I the love of it man let's keep it rolling yeah let's keep riding right I'm going to
0: shout out a, a, a bunch of people real quick and then we're going to finish up on a uh, Danny Billy uh,
1: question, and I well, probably I, just do a couple quick Alan questions, just because Alan Foster said. Oh, me those you've questions. got those on your. Yeah, on my god. Why phone. don't we?
0: Uh, can I? Can you get me onto that? Onto yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Onto that text. Um, no, Alan,
1: Alan's a good friend, man. I did oh, not no, get to no, see no, him no. enough.
0: I'm glad you reminded me because we've gotten. Uh, that's the way. So I
1: answered some of his already. The first one is. Uh, how many quarts of oil did the Blazer use driving the 91 or 92 Grands? I think even Dale was here for this, a bunch of guys. So we'd all drive the ABA Grands from Southern Cal. Yeah. My Blazer was leaking oil. Uh-huh. All over Alan's truck, <sighs> who was following me. Uh, we, we, it took me over a quart of oil. It was uh, not a quart, a case. Not his. A case of oil to get to the ABA Grands, man. And it yeah it turned his red truck black. Oh, my so, God. Sorry for that. <laughs> This is a good one. Who's the cleanest POW? Who's the dirtiest POW? We we could say that, but I don't know. Like yeah. the cleanest might have been Alan. He had a, he was yeah. in school, you know, very clean room. Which I'm a kind of a clean guy, so mm-hmm. I, he was my roommate, so yeah. it was perfect. And right. the messiest room was definitely Dave's and Climbers and Sal's. Like, oh my goodness, man, how Sal? Dave, yeah, he we could Dave. I don't know.
0: Because Sal seems so clean to me, but.
1: Well, back in that house, was back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a while back then. He wasn't starching uh, his shirts room, back then. man, Dave, I don't know how he knew what was clean and what was dirty in, in his room. I couldn't even see his bed. Ah, but what happened was you get eight to 12 guys living together. It's yeah. not that it's one person is mm-hmm. filthy. It's that not one guy's going to clean up after 10 or 12 guys. So it ends up nobody's yeah. clean up. So your personal space, your rooms will be mm-hmm. kind of clean. But the rest of the house, especially the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah we're disgusting. Uh-huh. But whatever, you know, I, I I got a lot to talk about that for the PRD. Yeah. Uh, did my wife make you uncomfortable when the three of us shared a small bedroom? So Alan, when he first got together uh, uh-huh. with Chris, we all lived in a, a small room together. And at first, you know, I was a little like, ah, you know, but they were yeah. so cool about it that it ended up not being uncomfortable yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. And, you know, we all got along so good yeah, yeah. That, that it was, that was fine. You yeah, know, so, I look, uh, on, I look uh, on back of that with a smile on my face, and uh, how funny. much of an influence was Dave if We covered that already. A, a yeah. huge influence, yeah, definitely. And those, that was, was quick. So there were. Yeah, those, well,
0: thank you, Alan, for that yeah, one. thank uh, you,
1: Alan. Can't wait to see you again, brother. Yeah,
0: he, um, yeah, thank you for remembering that. That's why I sent it to your phone because yeah, I, 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 I didn't have it, not it written on your page, down, and
1: that's why I figured you. I really I wanted. F- forgot yeah, about that. He so. took the time. To yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to.
0: I only asked him yesterday.
1: Oh, just yesterday. Yeah, oh, and wow. he had it done. Oh, awesome! Yeah, done. So, yeah, so definitely Al- had
0: it. A- Thank you, Alan. He's 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 been a, a you know a vocal supporter of the show, so that's been nice. I'm going to read. Uh, Shout out these guys, uh, Trails Warrior, of course, Andrew Bays. These are all people that are saying I can't wait to listen to this podcast. Oh, cool. Uh, Andrew Bay is Trust Warrior, or which Satoshi? Uh, 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 I forget his first name, but Delaney is up in Canada. Uh, Dred, uh, Dre Delaware, uh, he couldn't wait for it. He said, Awesome. Brad, jo- Brad oh, this is actually a question. Brad Josar, this is going to be a tough one for you, J Bone. You know what? I'm going to hold this one off. I'm so sorry, Brad. But a question? Yeah. He wants to know the uh, best South story at the trails and off the trails. Well, I'll, I'll throw it you out there do just it? real
1: quick. you okay. know, Because Go it has to do with Brad. So Go Brad, back in the days, down at Posh Building. And mm-hmm. he's just, I didn't know about this story. He, we've just talked about this recently within the last year. And then oh, okay. When I saw, I did see he asked that question. So I was yeah, like, well, yeah. I'm going to tell this story. Go for so it. So he's down there building on the long runs with some guys. Uh-huh. And... uh sales comes down. Brad's like, I don't know if he had a bad day or not. Sales could, you know, was intense and I understand why now. He was building posh and it took a lot of work and not everybody got that. So uh, <laughs> Sal didn't like how they're building or what they're doing. So he kind of yelled at them. So some of the guys decided to leave and Brad's like, I'm not staying down here like Brad was a little younger than mm-hmm. us. Brad's like, I'm not staying down here with him. So Sal sees them all leaving and cat you guys are leaving, you're not finishing that. Pulls off his shoes, starts chucking them at Brad. Brad's like, well, it's just started flying by my head and he chased them <laughs> out in his socks. <laughs> oh my <God>. that's, that's, <laughs> it was a tough regime that's back then, <laughs> man. Not anybody could handle the Sal years. Like the guys in this day and age, they, not all of them, but they couldn't handle the Sal's years, man. Oh my Sal let you have it. It's and all. It wasn't man. always fun. Like he he let you have it, but he was doing so much. You, you had no argument uh, with him. Right. Like he did the, yeah. everything from the glory stuff to building the jumps yeah. to the building the walk-up pass to redesigning stuff to shortening jumps. Like yeah. I fought him every every jump he wanted to shorten. Oh. No, what are you doing? And then a year later, I'm like, oh my goodness, he was right, man. Well, right. Not, oh, my goodness, because he was smart. And yeah. He really knew how to build trails. But, yeah, yeah, just picturing him chasing those guys out in his socks. His <laughs> shoes are flying by him. I love that. <sighs> so that's just one Sal story.
0: I, I need the stories to come in slow with Sal because I've met him a couple of times, and it's actually really great that these questions are coming up because now I'm starting to... Understand this person <laughs> that I didn't understand before at all. I was just like,
2: what? What the hell? What?
0: Anyway, uh, let's see. Digging me Doug, a buddy of mine from up, um, up New England Way. He just said, gotta tune in for this one. Um, I always forget how to pronounce his name, but uh, one of Satoshi's friends, uh, uh, Takayuki, yeah. I think he put Kill Switch. Um, wow! Can't wait. BMX Todd Todd Spreet, uh his son is a, a really good uh, park rider, uh, street rider. He's sponsored by Odyssey Sunday, I think. But he's a guy our age. His son is doing awesome in. Uh, uh, cool. Yeah. It, um, so he he was in the X Games. I think he got fifth he did pretty good but anyway um he was he's real excited for this one the dad is oh cool. which is, that's awesome which is more like me you know more my age um salt grip uh oh, a little bit of a quick question salt grip wanted to know the footage of you hitting the tree in east coast <laughs> destruction four uh, east coast destruction four ended up on a television
1: show did they ever send a check you know it's funny i just sold that clip again two weeks ago Really? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I actually, that's, that's cool. made some good money off of that at, at the beginning. We were getting like a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred a clip when those shows were real big at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I sold it like three or four times. And Matt Stoffer mm-hmm. uh, filmed all the ECD videos. He, uh, of course, is he another, would get some of it. There's another Stoffer. Oh yeah, yeah. Matt Stoffer is. Uh, ECD original, uh-huh. uh, he filmed all the ECD videos. Really? So, yeah, yep. He was a Flatlander and you know part of our crew. Brother, cousin? one nope, No, nope, just another staffer. No relation. No relation. That's crazy. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, yeah uh, and I I just sold it. This time I was I, whatever hundred bucks they asked. I could have tried to get more, but I was like right, whatever. Right. I, that's fine. I don't care. Hey. Just Matt called me up or hit me up he's like you're never going to believe it somebody else wants it. so there's <laughs> some weather channel or something is doing this I don't know how they're mixing that in with weather no kidding but but they are But yeah. what what
0: alright now you gotta tell what the what what's the clip involved
1: I and where at, at Posh at Posh early days hitting mm-hmm. the one the tree's obviously still there but the jumps changed a little bit mm-hmm. there was kind of a long low left Mm -hmm. hip into a a booter set Mm -hmm. and i overshot and landed with my wheel crooked and Mm -hmm. it immediately turned me left i shot off of the tree i mean off of the lip into this tree which the tree split so i ended up bear hugging the tree and being up in the tree and then trying to like get down my foot like got stuck in the wedge of the tree and it was just, it was wild. It like happened so quick. I Uh, went from hitting this to just making a left uh flying, dropping my bike, bear hugging this tree, being stuck up, not way up in the tree. All right. You know, I haven't Uh seen a clip in so long, I can't even remember, but it it was a pretty wild clip. And for some reason, these video shows loved it. I tried, I got clips of me casing that massive Dover jump in Cali, like you won't believe, I cased it three oh, massive man. times, and some not even made. They want, they didn't want nothing to do with those clips. <laughs> really?
0: That's uh, okay. Don't worry. It'd be fine. So
1: yeah, so they these TV shows love that clip, and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually just sold it again. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Oh my
0: gosh. One of the first mistakes I made when I came back was riding trails in Connecticut, and I didn't know how to hip for shit. So. I need a straight line. I didn't need to be messing around with this line that kind of like weaves around this rhythm. It was basically a rhythm we've drawn. I thought I could do that. I thought I could because something went wrong and I shot off into into this, toward this tree. So I tried to hug it. I didn't realize how fast I was going. So I bounced off the tree instead of hugging it. (laughs) And sliding down like like a koala bear or something, and instead I just i tried to hug it it didn't want to hug me it, b- it bounced, bounced me out oh. to the bottom of the landing, and I broke my arm and oh. my son didn't even have his license and he I think he steered, but I still oh. drove. Oh. I
1: don't know. It was. Drove him with a broken arm and a broken leg. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I've
0: done it twice. I figured, you know, I'm stupid enough to get into it. I got to be stupid enough to get out of it.
1: (laughs) We're smart enough to get out of it. (laughs) No, that's debatable. But
0: but yeah, so I'm glad you're just two tree huggers right right. Right here in one room. So
1: glad Matt caught that. Yeah. I didn't mind the money. It paid for a trip or two to Europe, you know? So That's, that's awesome. It was nice. Yeah uh adam baker
0: 12 thanks for all the hard yeah, work yeah, yeah. and inspiration jay My is guy. he in
1: colorado yep well originally arizona but colorado now oh gotcha and you put much love so
0: i'm sure he'll listen to this i've been following him for a while yeah so. adam's awesome and a he, great rider man see he definitely seems like it. uh okay and i am going to finish on two quick things Alright, here's one from Danny Bailey. I'm going to read this one, and then we we, we, need, we need to finish on uh, the Norah Cup. And okay, yeah. I think the Norah Cup's going to end up rolling into another podcast because there's a lot. Cali and England. Those are t- <laughs> those are two totally, you know, they're, they're good length stories. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, he, he says, thank you so much, Joe. I'd like to just I, I'd just like to publicly thank Jay for some of the oh, best man. years of my life introducing me to my great friend Jeff Cron riding the trails, hanging out at his crib, allowing... Uh, now I can't say it the right <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i'm in so, print, You're just reading. I know. But I, I even wrote next to this one. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, one of the best ever. Uh, he is definitely the best pro or not a pro I mean whatever he was riding.
1: Oh, it didn't matter, It oh, could no. have been on a old-school huffy destroyer I was just going to say huffy. And glass. Definitely. Uh,
0: allowing Drew and I to crash there every weekend for three or four years. I I forgot it was that long. Uh, and never accepting anything for it. True friendship at its core. I'll never forget it. Uh, so here's this Question. He says, "Why, after dreaming up the Don, the Megalodon, uh, and having it as his baby, did he hand it over to Drew and and
1: I?" <laughs> I did. I handed it over to him. I, I I couldn't stay in good enough shape to enjoy it. You had to be in shape to ride that, and mm-hmm. if you rode that a few times, your your session was shorter and. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just handed over. I actually even stopped rebuilding Quali, which mm-hmm. was sad for me because it it's still my run because I built it. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know I I re, I was rebuilding three runs and Quali would take me six six weeks six weekends to <sighs> rebuild, and then I would do efforts and I'd do winder to two fifties and the butcher jump and then a bunch of ton of odds and ends. Right. I just I I, I couldn't do the three solid runs anymore in the odds and ends so I I had to pick one and Mm -hmm. I did not think quality was going to get rebuilt this year and I was was sad about that because of 25 years of posh and everybody stepped up and everybody did a little something Mm -hmm. and we ended up getting it going and got to ride it yeah so I I came down one day and the guys had done so much work and it was on tarp that I almost teared up Mm -hmm. so which relates
0: right to uh, Danny and and Drew because that was the me- part of the megalodon loop.
1: Yeah, the megalodon was the, the two extra straightaways that I yeah. built. I just stopped kind of working on. It's what the pump track is now, which was part and of Quali. Yeah, yeah. First okay. it was the Quali straightaway. I turned mm-hmm. it so three times. I've done something in that area. You know, mm-hmm. first it was the beginning of Quali, then I turned that straightaway backwards and looped it. it built that back berm and looped it to mm-hmm. come into. Uh, Quali, and then I totally got rid of it and turned it into the pump track. Gotcha. So, and we needed the pump track. So, yeah, it's no, been great. No, no, no hard feelings with all that, but it was mm. Megalodon was a good, good era. Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: I love the stories about it. That's for sure. Uh, another quick shout out. Uh, what do you think was the best year of Posh? Um, maybe you do have an answer <sighs> for that. I, don't I
1: know. do not. I the years blend together. Mm-hmm. I know errors Mm-hmm. you know but I, I i can't pick pick a best year yeah let's say this year yeah this right Year is awesome 25 hey. years we made it right and that jam was amazing uh-huh. you know we're still holding on we're still fighting a good fight and mm-hmm. keeping it going you know uh all new band members compared to the past but you know we're still rocking it out and yeah. trying to keep it going and there is a lot of good years but uh yeah. This year has been a good year.
0: That's good. Uh, Nettley. I always forget his first name is from Mike. England. I believe England, right? Yeah. Netley. He, he's been awesome. He always pitches any yeah, questions. I, love,
1: I like him and he's
0: a good guy. He's a good dude? Yeah. I, I haven't met him yet. I'd, I'd love to meet him sometime. I just um, haven't been able to do it. Uh, favorite rider to watch, Ride in the Woods, is part, part uh, one of the question. And what happened to some of the old locals like Gilly, Drew, Gower, which we always say Gower Power. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's that. Uh, It's answer them any way you'd you'd like. But the first part of the question was uh, favorite rider
1: to watch in the woods. Well, I don't have one, but just quick coming to mind, I love watching the Credence guys ride the woods. (laughs) Yeah, they, they, Maddie, Clint, ever now, ever now, yeah, they. I really look forward to watching them, guys. Mm -hmm. Of course, BF. Mm. always gets psyched when BF's there. And you know what, man? The last couple years, Nasty's been coming out. And it's been awesome. He comes out every fall. He's a a trail rider, man. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of people might see him as a dirt jumper. Mm. Nothing against dirt jumpers. I love them. And everybody has their thing. I am not Mm -hmm. trying to take it. But there's a difference. Yeah. Nasty's right. not only is a trail rider, he's a trail builder. Mm-hmm. And oh, people yeah. don't know that. Even Moeller was just telling me a story in England how he would drop his kids off early to, to go to this preschool and there's Nasty digging at this, some pump track or something near Yeah. Air early, digging, riding. And and it, it's funny because the first time, not to go off on a tangent, but sure. MBL Grands years ago, I, I just people watch I noticed things there was this mm-hmm. kid hitting this two-foot fly-out jump and there's a group of kids but this one kid did it all day <laughs> never stopped uh-huh I had a look to him a couple years later I'm at South Park or the, or the Grand somewhere mm-hmm all of a sudden there's this kid on bully doing these huge backflips like that's the kid <laughs> That's the kid from the no Grants that I watched over and over again. Oh, my gosh. And so he's, I love watching him ride. Yeah. And there's a ton of guys. You know, Hucker, like, oh, there's, there's a, yeah. a lot of guys, yeah. you know. But to throw a name out there from the past, one of the best guys I ever saw to come in and destroy Posh was Scott Yokelet. Back in the day. Really?
2: I know he's good, he, don't get me wrong, yeah, but I didn't know in, he was there. And there and was
1: this one jump that we would manual. It's where setback is now. It was different. Mm-hmm. You would manual and then hit this set. And I thought, I want to jump it. I want to jump it. Well, I didn't have the courage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't know if it was possible. Yeah. Scotty comes down after a race or something, hits it first time, lays out a five-foot flatty, and lands and keeps going. And I was like... I guess you can jump it, and then hits Fort Wayne and does the manual to six on the hill. He just did all this stuff, and I just sat back and watched. Just watch him rip the trails up. So that I always think of him. If somebody Mm -hmm. ever asks who, like who, like impressed you the most that day, I'll never forget. Man, he he might have forgot that day, but I. Right. I never forgot that day, oh, especially because I, for weeks, I was like, "Could yeah. you just, just boom, many... right it?" Oh, it was it was so How... rad. And then I started jumping it. Yeah. <laughs> How many years ago did you say? That was years ago. You yeah. know, it was yeah. whenever he was like uh, in the prime of his mm-hmm. double A. Oh, Racing yeah. back then, you know, the yeah. races might have been after a Ben Salem National or something. Yeah. Early two thousand, know, it was one day. Yeah. And he just destroyed it. He's 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 yeah, he was just a, there this year still at it. I love guys like that he came out again oh, yeah, he, was oh out. he was on the yeah he yep, was on yeah. the trip with the yep, DWA forty one thirty guys the last couple years mm-hmm. and uh, I, that, those are the guys I love because yeah. you know he loves it he does. he's still doing it Man. you know so so yeah those so there's a few guys I I like watching yeah. I so interviewed
0: him at Rays er, um, it was a Rays weekend and. He is just the nicest most polite yeah, guy yeah. ever and i um, mean he, he was just great he was a really really super nice guy like i had never interacted with him back in the day when we were all racing but i'm sure he was that approachable back then too yeah but yeah he now is still just the nicest guy
1: and oh yeah always was yeah never can't too cool for skip
0: message me because they did an east coast trip right so they started up in Mass, uh, I believe, in Rhode Island at Cody's and and just came down through. I think they stopped at Remo's and they just kept working their way through. And he texted me a couple of times, we're here, are you close to there? And <laughs> the the fact of the matter is I, I live far away from everything, so I was never close to where he was. So I couldn't get there in time. But, um, but when I did the podcast with him, I thought this guy is just incredibly, just a just such a nice guy yeah like you you wouldn't want any fit thing for this guy but the best yeah yeah and yeah. i'm sure he was that way when he raced too i'd love to know how he turned that off so he could race like an animal like he had to right. to make a double a main
1: yeah because he wasn't the biggest dude no but he had skills yeah and he was good, good. <laughs> he was really good. Oh, and on a quick side note, yeah, because yeah. it just hit me thinking about who I've been enjoying mm-hmm. watching the trails. You know, little Stauffer. Yeah, um, I got to watch him start posh when he was just learning yeah. jumps. Uh huh. So his progression mm-hmm. has been very fun to watch because uh-huh. now he's killing it and he goes, uh-huh. "I can't even follow anymore because he just boxes me out." He goes so high, <laughs> so I got to start like twenty, thirty feet back because I'm doing the opposite. I'm going lower and lower, <laughs> not on purpose, but it just happens. Right. right so right. his, I like watching him ride. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. I love watching his progression yeah. from year to year. You know. So I, that, that's another name that that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know him well, so whenever I throw the microphone to him, I don't think he knows what to make of me. <laughs> so, but, but, and I'm I, I'm. I, like you I'm obviously a lot uh, quite a bit older because he's in his 20s 2027 yeah I I have 22 years on the guy so yeah I remember when uh, when I thought that was old I know now I look back oh I thought Everett Rosecrans had one foot in the grave yeah yeah, but Everett (laughs) Rosecrans was actually our age yeah (laughs) I know man well (laughs) I screwed up Terry Shaughnessy all these guys
1: people just didn't ride like (laughs) we're setting a bar you're 49 I'm 46 like People right. didn't ride to that age. They Just, didn't. People didn't ride to that age back not, then.
0: Not without now looking like, like, they had a pole keep, shoved up going, their rear. You
1: know, yeah. so, now we're 27. Yeah. It's very old to be riding. Mm-hmm. Now. It's young. It's young. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got, got, got your whole career ahead of you. you right. Know? Right. Your whole, whole, uh, <sighs> Whole ride and all, all your rides are all ahead of you at that age, man, if you want to keep going. You know right. back then you're hitting twenty four, you're like, How many more years do I have? Now the guys that are twenty seven can be like, Look at these guys, they yeah. ride another half century. Sure.
0: Uh all right, I'm gonna finish up on the most important this the cherry on top of this whole whole interview is uh you winning the norcup Cup Trail Rider of the Year. Whew. Which uh um i i'm i'm fortunate enough to have a vote i was <laughs> for two years now so this is this is awesome i don't i don't really know what it means in, in the in the scheme of things but ryan i really appreciate it, it it's nice to be part of the process anyway oh, it's so
1: cool and from yeah. what i heard the guys told me mm-hmm. the trail group is are the biggest voters now i i, I mean, would not doubt it everybody's i mean he's getting so into it yeah so we have the most definitely. amount of guys voting which is so cool, yeah. Because we're the smallest probably division of well, BMX now.
0: As you yeah. would guess, I yeah. I interview a lot of trail guys. Right. That's yep. kind of it's what I prefer anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, interviewed lots of different people too, you know, as far as disciplines go, um, but tra- obviously trails are mine. That's, that's my favorite. You know, that's yeah. Just what I have, I'm one, most passionate about. One in the dirt. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Norcup. I mean, I, I mean, Satoski last year stuck out to me. He, it was, he was just put so much effort in year in year, in, year out. You it was just voted for him last
1: year. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. So
0: so I, I got a vote and I get to vote for him too. And I did his podcast last year, but yeah, this time. Yeah. Over at Dan Dan, Dan Rue's house, house. Yep. And I made a I made a a
1: uh, yeah, so that was cool. <laughs> you did see it, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I made a, a Nora cup uh, for him to keep here in the states, and then he can keep his other one home. You, I don't have to do that because you live here. So we're, <laughs> I would have, <laughs> but you live here, so I don't need to make a separate one. But but uh, but anyway, the Nora cup thing. Congratulations, that Thank was you. I. I feel like from the people that were open with their vote uh I I feel like it was unanimous in that in that way or at least close to I mean lots of other deserving people and some really good things came of that like like suggesting an entire family with the Hallihans as as nominees so I, I thought it was awesome I uh you know I think some of the other guys that were up in the say the top four, they'll get in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but I was really happy that you that you won it uh and really, really happy to see that you made a family trip out of it oh, yeah. along with your mom. Yeah. Uh
2: yeah
0: the whole thing was just it just the way it played out was awesome. So it was congratulations. And you know if you want to say a couple you. words about that. Yeah it, it was it was huge out. for me.
1: It was huge because I started watching that award being handed out in the '80s, you yeah. know, to the top pros. Greg oh, Hill, you no, know, it's like it was always Greg Hill. Cool. And for the next thirty-some years, mm-hmm. it never ever crossed my mind that I would ever be a North Cup winner. Mm-hmm. And then when Clint won his,
2: mm-hmm. he
1: was like the first like trail rider to win it. I was like, wow, a trail rider won it. That's awesome. I yeah. still never thought that I would win it because I knew it, he's so rad and and, and kills it that yeah. I I could never, I'm not that good, so I would not go win it in that old category. Mm-hmm. And then RBMX makes the new category. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a category for trail builders because you got to take into account the digging and what you do for the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm a trail builder. I, I could win this, like a yeah, yeah. Noric Cup. Like it never crossed my mind till three right. years ago.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And then the first year, you know, it Cody Digs won it, and he yeah. kills it, and it was. Damn. I made like I had tears making the top five. I was like, for the rest of my <laughs> life, the... I'm going to be a Noric <laughs> Cup nominee. Oh, like <laughs> that's on the resume. Like. This is awesome. They want me to um, do a little video part. And right, right, I don't film myself much. I don't have clips. So right. I had to scramble clips together. Some were old. <laughs> and then that last year, same thing happens. I made top five. So I yeah. like so psyched and still hadn't filmed. So now I right. really had no clips. I'm right. digging. I'm like, man, you can tell by the color of that bike. It's from six years <laughs> ago. I'm just not big with filming myself. So uh, I just was yeah. psyched and then you know so the first year i wasn't sure who was gonna win i saw a lot of love for cody and he was killing it at times mm-hmm. so but it wasn't like how i felt i had a real good feeling satoski was gonna win it mm-hmm. so the first year i felt kind of was up in the air and you know uh cody won i was psyched for him and then last i love satoski great mm, yeah, great yeah, yeah, guy yeah. all the momentum was in his favor uh-huh. And then he won it, and I was so psyched, because I know he's my age, he was mm-hmm. a racer, so he had the same feelings about NorCup that I had, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. And so then this year comes, and, you know, all of a sudden, it comes the voting time. Yeah. And first year I said something to Jenny, like, man, you might want to get passports, you know, I'd win this. I'd want you guys to be there with me. Well, they didn't get them the first year. They didn't get them the second year. Uh Well, I read that one poster, that one post that Foster put up about me. Uh I came right home from work. I was like, get the... you guys gotta <laughs> go get passports i might be winning this year <laughs> right I, And and right. i started getting nervous because i hate speeches i was like yeah. i might have to say a speech i started right, right, right. like i started thinking like sure. i might win it this year yeah, like yeah, yeah. and then i started getting all kinds of love and then i was yeah. like i might win it i just might win it and i started getting in disbelief and being yeah. like could i really be in inkling with the family could this really happen yeah Look at and your it history. did. Look at your history. <laughs> Look at your history.
0: I mean, your history is amazing. Yeah, but it's supposed to be just for the year.
1: And I, you know what I, I mean. I understand, so... but no
0: one could ignore the history and it, it, up to date. You're still an amazing rider. You're well, it was still definitely wasn't. An let's gotta make
1: it clear. it wasn't my my riding played part, but it wasn't my riding that got me. You that cup it was definitely my, my dig in my work ethic I watched, you see those other guys parts <laughs> I, I, that, those guys were killers man They're, they were shredding yeah. i do some whippity whips and you know a little this Tails, and that yeah, you know, i barely do them anymore I mean i still do yeah, it but I know. like you're fun to watch you know, <laughs> it, thank you thank you and you know and I don't want to take it take it away from myself sure. but it was not Based on my ride, but Whoa. if I stunk it, riding and I wouldn't have won it. So it definitely was a combination thing. But I like that they make bring in the work ethic because that's mm-hmm. a big thing with trails, mm. you know. Yeah. And it, it cuts a lot of people out, right? So right. now it's this category mm-hmm. where you got to be doing something for the sport. You got to be building somewhere, you know. I mean, you don't have to be because somebody sure. else could win it. But everybody that was in it yeah. is is like like with me. We're yeah. all, we're all trail builders, right. you know. So right. it was it was awesome to win, man. I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I was so psyched to the go there. And then I'm thinking, well, who's gonna be my presenter? Is it gonna be a kid half my age that never yeah, even heard of me? Who is it gonna be? Uh-huh. Ends up being a molar. That well, added to it. Yeah. You know? So. I was huge and just being there with the family and Mm -hmm. all the love I got from everybody when I was there you know a lot of people were in my corner Mm -hmm. it felt good it felt real good 38 years ago yeah if you would if you know when I was a teenager if you told me you're 46 yeah you're gonna be taking your wife and your 3 year old to England to win the Norr Cup, i would be like, "What? Forty-six? <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of road am I going to be on to the right, Norr Cup?" Right. Uh-huh. Well, man, Posh won best trails at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, and then we had twenty-five year of Posh celebration, and then for me to win the Norr Cup, it's like that's a complete year. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I, you know, I'm I'm proud of it, very proud of it, and honored because <laughs> I don't want to say that the younger guys it doesn't mean as much but i watched it handed out for years Mm -hmm. so to never even cross my mind that i would be a Nora cup winner Mm -hmm. to be coming one i'm psyched and it's all thanks to the rbmx guys because if they wouldn't have made that category i wasn't (laughs) winning it any other way
0: and and, and they sure whipped that together you know understanding what went on with ride Oh, to be Man, able to it going. Them. they
1: it They didn't have corporate sponsors. Like no. they're not corporate funded anymore. Sure. They have their sponsors, sure. but right. Thank goodness they kept it at least going one more year I for me to be able to. I hope they keep it going I, and going. Yeah. But ride like I thought it might have been over. Yeah, I did too. They definitely... But they kept it going, and I got to win it. So I'm like not just a nominee for the rest of my life that's right cup winner and now (laughs) i keep saying man i will take it because it's it means a lot to me yeah you
0: know yeah and 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 i'm i'm glad i'm so happy it worked out the way it did now i just
1: hope the way it keeps going is like Mm -hmm. now who is it going to be next year i'm excited to see who's going to win it next year you know because just my thoughts i i don't think i mean a guy could win it two years in a row Mm -hmm. badass two years in a row let's Two, right. two three cups but my thought is uh, don't, don't vote for me next year let's get somebody else to yeah North cup you know what i mean like i Ooh. want it who's next you know who's killing it next year there you were know? some
0: good there were some good other uh people other nominees people people voted for them i'm not sure if they ended up as nominees but i know the hell did um that that was a I don't remember which person, I apologize if you're listening, uh, but someone came up with the idea to do to to do the Hallihans as a group vote, and I thought that was a great idea. I don't know if that will happen this year or not, but they, they sure the hell
1: deserve it. Yeah. Those kids yeah, are they're unbelievable. Out they're out there doing it. They're yeah. digging and riding, and they're doing stuff or for the scene. Does, those are the three does, categories right. you know, to make you the yeah. worthy of winning the Nora Cup. Right. Has Corey ever done it? Did they have it when you know it? what? I mean, there was some years where I I didn't totally pay attention. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I do Was know. there? I, and I'm probably. I don't know pre-Clint. Yes. I know the reason they changed the categories is some guys won it as dirt jumper, that weren't even really dirt jumpers. They were ramp riders yeah. that would win the X Games, right. and then everybody would vote for them and the right whole oh different animal. The yeah, RBMX guys. didn't feel comfortable with that Mm -hmm. you know but now there's I wish they had the dirt jumper of the year and the trail rider of the year because now there's a lot of guys that Eh, don't have foot that is what it is you're just gonna
0: have to accept it that you can (laughs) you can ride what a lot of people can't at your age a lot and and you've kept the place going and not let it fail so I mean you're gonna have to accept those two things do go together (laughs) And let's just say there's a score for this, there's a score for that, combine them, and, and you then, won. And you got it. And oh, you won. Oh, yeah, that's so it, man. Think, I'm, I'm, That's the way I'm I... am smiling, I, uh, man. I'm yeah. smiling. Well, I'm, I'm glad. That made me really happy. And if I was a betting man, I could say that I made a lot of money the past two years because <laughs> I did Satosky last year. But um, this is a shameless plug. Not for the reason anyone would think. Um... Uh, but uh fortunately I'm I'm super grateful that I've got uh podcasts and archives of, of Clint, oh, nice. Cody, you and uh oh my gosh, who was the fourth one? I just lost it. toski okay. Uh, uh yes, yeah, okay. Satosky. So we've got all four of you guys are once oh, yours is recorded, all four of you Nora Cup winners uh are have been interviewed.
2: Yeah, so awesome.
0: it's wild. So yeah. I know whenever I go to Posh I try to get a picture of all you guys. I didn't I was I was doing too much run around interviewing. I was trying to beat Randy. Randy <laughs> beat and Macho Man Savage. I was trying to beat him to the gnome in the woods. I was trying to beat him to the interviews. It ended up being a race, so I never got a picture of you guys together. I had to I had to steal someone else's picture. Oh that guy cracked me up that day. Randy did. Um and Jess, those
1: two. They were, they were that hilarious. That was a good day. That was a good day yeah. this year, man. I, yeah. I, was, I couldn't ask for a better day to celebrate Tasha's yeah. birthday. Yeah. That was that was awesome. And thanks for coming and recording that and you know, oh, doing no, the podcast I, and everything I, there.
0: I, I love doing it. I can't wait for T.R.A. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's going to uh, be good. I'm did, psyched, man. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not racing up pretty late tonight. Oh, I was <laughs> hoping you were racing. Nah, I'm retired, man. No more competition. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All
0: right, well, we're agreeing on a part two, that's for sure. Oh, well, um, yeah, yeah. It's part, part two. Yeah, I'm loosened
1: too. up a little. I kind of, I like this. I sweated this. Pre- I wish I could show you my notes I wrote for the past two oh, years yeah. of questions that I thought I might have to answer, because I was like, I'm going to draw blanks and not know names, and oh, I need to guys. say this, and I, People I really are... enjoyed this, and... You know, feel like I did all right. You know. Oh my gosh, you kidding me? Have something to say.
0: You you don't go for uh, four over four hours or whatever, (laughs) doing it poorly. So no, no, it was it was a lot of fun, and and I'm glad you uh, gave it a shot because really, you made it really really interesting. So this is this was good. But we'll be.
1: I'm glad I I finally convinced myself to do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: you did you did I'm glad you did and you know obviously it's uh, this is just as much as for, for me as, as as much as I want everyone to hear it I, having the conversation with you is is, is huge to me so yes, thank you I thank appreciate you. it yeah I appreciate it too this Very is it's fun yeah so we'll close it out alright yeah we'll close it out for for this time you did it and, uh, and we'll get part two going at some point I'm sure alright I'm sure it's it's got to be past midnight. Oh, it's just about yeah, midnight,
1: most <laughs> <All> right. <laughs>